Welcome, everyone, to our 38th episode of Dini Takeover. Uh, without further ado, let's get into our first segment called The Quote of the Week. And um, this week's quote of the week is, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Oh, I'm back. I lost you. Oh, what happened? I'm sorry. You lost me? Yeah, my, my for some no odd reason. My I, I didn't even see you. your Spotify. It, it heard you say Spotify, so it made you want to make sure you're subscribed. But um, no, but, uh, the quote of the week, I'll say it again. It is, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. And that was said by no other than, Woo! you know, this British guy. This British guy, he is famous, and his name is Winston Churchill. So he's in history textbooks somewhere. But um, great quote. That's an amazing quote. Wait, wait. No, you got to say it one more time for me, though. I got it. Because, like, I was missing it. I was okay, missing okay. It. All right. And the quote of the week is, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Love that. I actually really love that right there, man. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was Thanks. a great one, David. That was a great one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, man, do you want to go through these audio messages first before we dive into it? Of course. Let's do it. All right, let's go. I'm going to play the first one. Uh, I'll play the first one. You play the second one, yeah? There's only two. Sounds good. Yep. All right, man. So the first one is from Nova Carmichael. Nice. No, He's back in the building. We haven't seen it in a minute. So good to see you. How are you? Good. Yeah, hope you're doing well. But here's your audio message. Here we go. My boys, my boys. What's up? What's up? What's up? Ain't seen y'all in a minute. Ain't been on the app in a minute. Been on my little media stuff. Basketball season is back, baby. My Lakers are looking trash. But yeah, (laughs) good to see y'all on. Yeah, it's nice seeing you too, Noah Carmichael. Thanks for popping out. Most definitely. Always good to um, hear familiar fo- a familiar voice and certain things like that. But, um, hey, man, we're going to get to it because the Lakers, man, the Lakers, I don't know, mm. what's going on? Hey, man, LeBron, on, LeBron's e- knees are hurting him. He's starting to get up in age. So he needs a little bit more rest than he used to. You say that. You know, that that's such a great point. You know, and, oh, my gosh, I want to go into it, but I'm not going to because I know we got to talk about NFL first. But what's it going? I'll leave it at that, man. But I'm going to throw it back mm-hmm. over to you so you can play the next one. And basically, when LeBron doesn't play, they don't win. That's how simple it is. But that's unfortunately. the way it's looking. Mm-hmm. But um, let's play this next message, and it's from Dev the Dasher. What's up, Dev? Dev. Uh, let's play it right now. Derek. Oh, Eric Hines. Oh, D-Ride wow. or die. It's your boy, Delta Dasher, a.k.a. Mr. Motivation, in the building. Y'all pull that okie doke on me, went in on 2 o'clock, but I caught you today, 5. So, it's like Monday gonna be 5, and then Thursday be 7, typically. Uh, anyway, um, dang, I'm probably behind my predictions, because I ain't had no prediction. So, I'm gonna do like 4 today. I'm gonna do 4 predictions. Um, yo, the Giants got the upset. Shout out to Daniel yes, Jones. Yes, I can't sir. even say nothing bad about him, but I can talk about them Jets. But, you know, Mike White White wasn't in there, so, hey, here's what it is. And, yeah, why, why was the Ravens so close? Why, why was that game so close with Kirk Cousins? <laughs> Lamar supposed to be MVP. That was not very MVPS. And Mahomes is back. 13-7 to win against the Packers, but he was doing Mahomes things. We finally see a quarterback. And uh, I don't have a quarterback no more for the Carolina Panthers. I'm done with Arnold. I'm done with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just dropped so much in that one message right there, uh, David. So much information. So but, uh, much, you know, man. I could agree with you that the Giants pulled off the upset. And, you know, what? I'm really proud of them. But um, you did mention my other team, the Jets. And, um, um, 
Yeah, let's not talk about that game. Oh, we're going to talk uh... about it. Oh, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, we're oh, going to we have to because it's, your, it's one of your predictions that you made. And we got to exactly. go over it. But, um, you know, actually, you just want to go over it right now? Let's get into it. Before we do that, I, wanted, I just want to address one thing that he said, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the Ravens game was close. I understand. I, it was close. It I'm, starting to get a, I'm starting to get a vibe that, like, the Ravens just, like, like to go to overtime. I, I'm just, I just, I think, I think we just like to do that now. Oh, that's and, like, it. Then we just, Anticipation, know, just, suspense. I think what we're trying, we're just trying to sell tickets. I think that's what we're just trying to do. You know, like we just—it's it's all a marketing strategy at that point. You know, you can sell like, tickets with with the talent you have on the team alone. You don't need no uh, overtime game. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm real talk. I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. But like the Vikings aren't a bad team, but like. Uh, 34-31, like, what? like, it's a little too close for my liking, you know? But at the same mm-hmm. time, I will say this. After this week, I still feel, as, I for some reason feel as if, like, there is no bona fide, like, team to pick that's going to win this Super Bowl. After this week specifically. But we'll, that's I, I'll, explain my, I'll explain my reasoning afterwards. But I'll throw it back over to you, David. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah 100%. I have no idea who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. Maybe it's the Giants, maybe. But, um, <laughs> but, um, uh... listen... Honestly, what? like that sounds so weird for me, but like after this week, bro, what 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 happened this week? Yeah, like, the defense <laughs> stepped up. Their defense is good, but um, I, but I'm not even talking yeah. about the Giants in general. Like, bro, everybody, every was, team, yeah, yeah, it was a bunch of upsets in close games. It was crazy, but um, without further ado, let's move on into Eric's NFL prediction. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, he predicted on Thursday night football, and uh, it was the New York Jets versus the Indianapolis Colts, and Eric, you said that the Colts are going to beat the Jets 21-17. to 17, And um, the Colts did beat the New York Jets, but they kind what of the doubled heck? the score. And they made the score 45-30. to 30. So I can give you a point for the team winning, but I cannot give you a point for the score. And uh, you also said that Mike White was going to throw at least one interception. And I am sorry, Eric, but Mike White left the game early with so an dumb. injury, a forearm injury, and he threw a touchdown. He was 7-for-11 with 95 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. So I cannot give you a point for that. But you did say that Jonathan Taylor, oh, my gosh, was going to have at least 80 yards rushing. And, boy, did he, <laughs> he, he tripled it. He tripled it. He had 172 <laughs> yards uh, with two touchdowns. So I give you a point for that. Brings your total up to 33. It is currently 35 to 33 with the prediction game. But uh, how are you feeling before I move on? Not mad at all about that. You know, honestly – uh, I feel as if if Mike White would have stayed, he was having a good game. At the same time, I still think he would have threw a pick, but that's against my. No, he wouldn't have. No, uh, I don't know. He was having, uh, and the Jets would have won. Mark my words, ladies and gentlemen. If Mike White was still playing this game and didn't leave early, the Jets would have won the game. Oh, okay. um, I, I can pretty much guarantee that. But um, yeah, sure. That, <laughs> but without further ado, let's get into these stats real quick. And in the Jets column, the losing column, we have Josh Johnson, the third string quarterback. Went 27 for 41, 317 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. And then right under him was, of course, Mike White, who left the game early, with 7 for 11, 95 yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions. In the, in the rushing yards, you had the leading rusher being Michael Carter uh, with 49 yards for 13 carries. And after him was Ty Johnson with four carries for 21 yards. And then receiving area, you had Elijah Moore, the rookie, with seven receptions, 84 yards, and two touchdowns. He was on fire this, this game. And then Ty Johnson, the running back, with two receptions for 40 yards and a touchdown. And Ryan Griffin, the tight end, with a touchdown with four catches and 28 yards. Now, on the fumbles, 
Uh, we had some butterfingers in this one, and it was Ty Johnson with a fumble, and he lost it. And But Ashton Davis, the, the free safety for the Jets, had two forced fumbles, so he had a good game himself. Um, other than that, on the defense, you had – you had Ashton Davis lead the team in, in tackles with 10 total tackles alongside with C.J. Mosley. And uh, John Franklin Myers had a sack, but he had the only sack of the game. Um, so other than that, that's all she wrote for the Jets. But on the Colts side, man, did the, did the Jets make Carson Wentz look like a franchise quarterback? And they sure <laughs> did. And he went 22 for 30, 272 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions. He went 19 for 100, uh, 19 carries. Oh, wait, Jonathan K- Taylor, sorry, in rushing. Had 19 carries, 172 yards, two touchdowns, averaging 9.1 yards per carry. Oh, my gosh. And uh, Naeem Hines had uh, six carries for seven, 74 yards and a touchdown, averaging 12.3 yards per carry, which is Hines. insane. Yeah, it's your brother. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yo, relative? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, and then the receiving area, you had Michael Pittman Jr. with five receptions, 64 yards, and a touchdown. And then, and then Zach Pascal with four receptions for 58 yards. And then in the fumble department, we had Jonathan Taylor fumble the football again, butterfingers all over the field. You had Michael Pittman fumble the ball, and you had George Odom with the recovery, and uh, Darius Leonard forced a fumble. And, um, and if anyone saw that fumble, it was not, he did not just force it, he punched it out. Literal punch, which was insane. <laughs> But on the interception column, you had Bobby Oriki with one interception for four yards. And then in defense, you had Bobby Oriki leading, leading the team in tackles with 11. And uh, Taylor Stallworth with two, ta- two sacks and two tackles for a loss. And that's pretty much all she wrote on the cold side. But, Eric, what's your thoughts on these games? I know you're not a New York Jets fan or a Colts fan. But just watching this in general or just what did you think? In my honest opinion, bro, I think the Jets have an endless supply of quarterbacks stashed somewhere, bro. (laughs) Something's weird about this. The guy, the Josh Johnson, never heard of him in my life. I'll be so honest. Like, (laughs) who is that? Comes on three touchdowns, one interception, three hundred seventeen yards, twenty-seven for forty-one. Like as a first game, that's just that's not bad at all, at all. But. Overall, looking at it, um, Jets come up unfortunate with the Mike White injury. It's like they just can't catch a break. I Overall, know. Um, Jonathan Taylor just, just, they, he just made sure that there was no defense played. Like he just destroyed everybody on that defensive end. And um, I feel like that's really much all I can say about this game. Carson Wentz is not a franchise quarterback. The Jets have made him look <laughs> great, so we'll fix that. Really, <laughs> I guarantee you, next week it'll be a completely different situation. And all I have to say is that, like, it leaves the Jets 2-6, and six, Indianapolis 4-5. and five. Realistically, realistically, the Colts might make the playoffs, but even if they do make the playoffs, they're going to get out first round because their division is terrible. But other than that, I, there's nothing really much to take from it. Nothing really much to take from it overall. Yeah. Um, what about you? Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> you got something to say. Uh, I just say I was watching this game. And uh, I kept on ripping my hair out, so I don't know if I have any more hair on my head after <laughs> watching this game. But it was just so frustrating. And I give props to the Jets' offense, man. Josh Johnson for coming in, and he's been a veteran throughout this league. He's been on, like, 10-plus teams throughout his, throughout his career. And just to come in and produce numbers like this. And the interception that everyone sees on the stat, it was not really his fault. It was tipped, and they were in the red zone. So 
I don't really count it towards him, but of course it does count. But um, he had a great game in this. But it's unfortunate that Mike White had to leave early. Like when everything is going good for the Jets, they're like, you know what? Right. We'll add an injury to the quarterback. Why not? I'm like, come on, man. Like we're literally tied with the the, the Colts in the first quarter, seven seven, and it was just frustrating from there on. But Josh Johnson, he held his own. And I give him 100% props on that. But the Jets' offense, very good. Pretty good. Very good. Whatever. Good, good, good. They did good. They did yeah, their very job. Very good. Pretty good. Very good. Yeah. Pretty good. They very did their good. job. I just say that. They did their job. But on the defense, oh, my God. I was watching this game. Oh, my. I have a, I have a two-year-old cousin, and I think he could tackle better than these guys. Oh my! Oh, no. These guys, these guys had buttery fingers. I don't know what they were eating, but it looked like Jonathan Taylor was literally slipping through tacklers. Oh my gosh! Like no one, no one on defense could tackle tackle the player. It was absolutely down. devastating, absolutely terrible to watch as a fan because you're like, come on, you can't tackle him. Are you serious? Like you're getting paid to mm. do this, you can't tackle him. Like they're literally, mm. it's so annoying, and I'm literally reliving what I watched on Thursday, and I don't want to do that. But just overall, the offense did their job in this, but the defense, they fell short tremendously. They, they, they have a lot of – I'm blaming them for the loss. And normally I don't really like blaming one, one side, like offense or defense, but the defense lost them this game because the Jets started coming back towards the end. The defense lost them this game. Hey, man, it is what it is. It is what it is. They move on to week 10. Yeah, all you can do is take one game at a time for the Jets right now because realistically, it's nothing has been, like, stable for them since, like, what, week four? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Nothing's been stable. Everything's been shake, shaken up for them realistically. But, um, Dave, if you don't mind, I'm going to – can we go ahead and play these next audio messages and then go on to the next game? Yes, yeah. All right, man. So all these next four audio messages, audio messages are from our boy Dev the Dasher. Yes, so sir. Let's dive into them. Here we go. The Cardinals are going to the Super Bowl, and they're going to win that thing. What are you talking no, about, no, Eric? Stop. They no, won no, against a good 49ers team. You can say what you want about their record, but they had George Kittle back. They were playing good ball, and they won with Colt McCoy and no DeAndre Hopkins, and they won in a very uh, uh, good fashion. So, come on. That Cardinals team, 8-1, and one, best record even without their stars, they still shine. They are wow. a complete team. They are a complete team that can go to the Super Bowl and win it. Um, dang, I forgot my other point because you threw me off with this whole Cardinals <laughs> thing. Oh, I know none of y'all are fans, but how about them Cowboys? How about them yes. Cowboys? Yes, how about them? And I agree with you 100%. And we will get to them because if anyone doesn't know, they, they lost. <laughs> They suck. They, no, they, they suck. lost thirty to sixteen against the Denver Broncos. They freaking so. suck. The Broncos <laughs> lost Von Miller, and they beat the what? Yo, yo, and they had Dak. Stop that. They suck. Just, re- just restart the, just restart the franchise. <laughs> yo, delete. Oh, they control all four. Restart the entire <laughs> thing, bro. Get back Tony Romo and then talk to him. <laughs> oh my god. Nah, I will say this much. I said it in the beginning of the season. Um. Well, like not in the beginning of the season, but technically when they were still undefeated, um, um, that the Dasher, the Cardinals are losing like in the com in the like conference final, I think, in the in in their in when they get to that point where all they need is one more win to just make it to the Super Bowl, they're losing. Watch, 
Mark my words. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to happen, gonna, too. They're going to choke. That's why I say that. Even though the Cardinals look like a favorite, in my opinion, they're not a favorite because they lost. Even though, like, even though whatever happened, like, whatever happened with, um, what's it called? They they beat a good 49ers team. Are we forgetting the fact that they lost to a Green Bay team without Devontae Adams? Like, what, what, like let's be honest. This team, mm-hmm. it's, it, it can go either way at any given point. And when it's football, all you need is one team to have your number. And when, if they do, it's clips. They see Green Bay, yeah. Green Bay know how to beat them, it's over. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, it's a good point. I don't. I think the Cardinals are gonna lose. They're gonna make the playoffs, obviously, but I like the conference finals. They're gonna lose, just because you know playoffs are a different animal than the regular season. It's like, remember, you can have a great team in the regular season, and I always bring back this point. Not only because I'm a Giants fan, but remember when New England Patriots were going were sixteen and zero, they were undefeated in the regular season, undefeated throughout the playoffs, and then they versed the Giants in the Super Bowl. The Giants beat them, and they had like a nine nine and seven record. So it doesn't matter what your record is in the playoffs. It doesn't matter how you play in the playoffs. Because once you get there, you're done. And you're set. And you can play however you – like, Like you can play – just if you play one game better than the other player, guess what? You're, you're going to be Super Bowl champs. Exactly. Exactly. But um, let's go ahead and go on to your next audio message. Here we go. And also, after last night, with no Derrick Henry, I'm still scared of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I mean, I know they struggle in the playoffs a lot of times, but they if they could continue to play like this, taking down the Rams, that's a that's a dominant win. You beat the Bills, you beat the Rams, you beat the Chiefs. I know the Chiefs aren't who they used to be, but still, you still took down some of these tough components within like five weeks span. We could see the Arizona Cardinals versus the Tennessee Titans at, at um, SoFi Stadium. Mm. Ryan Tannehill. Versus Kyler Murray in the Super Bowl. Nah, That's crazy. That would be such a boring Super Bowl, man. That'd be so boring. I, I can't <laughs> do that. Here's Ryan Tannehill. What? Stop. <laughs> you got to say Derrick Henry against Kyler Murray, not Ryan Tannehill against Kyler Murray. Oh, he should be. Technically, if they make it to the Super Bowl, he should be back by them. Mm-hmm. Technically speaking. Yeah. But mm, I give the Titans their respect because they're mm-hmm. finding ways to win. I did not expect them to win this week at all. Me neither. Not even close. And they, they, they took care of business. So, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, man. I, that's why, and this is exactly why I say that I feel like there's no certified winner. There's not been a team for me that's convinced me enough that they're really that that team. Like, I, I feel like any, right now, it's more or less any given day, anyone can be anybody. Yeah, I mean, Cal, De- Broncos beat Denver. Goodness Cleveland me. beat Good. Cleveland beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Wait, the Jacksonville the, Jaguars. Wait, what? You said Broncos beat Denver? No, oh, did I, uh, Broncos beat Dallas. I'm sorry. Okay, I, had, I was so lost. I was so and lost. And you had the Cleveland Browns beat the Cincinnati Bengals, and then you had the Jacksonville Jaguars beat Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Like, come it's on. Like, the Giants beat the Las Vegas Raiders. It's like so many upsets, and then you don't know who's gonna win. You don't, you don't, there's no bona fide winner, so we can't say that. But either way, let's keep, let's keep these audio messages going. Here we go. Here's the third one. I mean, yeah, third one. Here we go. Yo, he must have been on TikTok because this dude on TikTok gave him a blueprint on how he get paid. So you come out, you have this explosive game, 400 yards at your first start, and then you go into your next game and you get hurt. And then in the offseason, they trade you or you get picked up from free agency and you get a $20 million contract. Nah. Boom. <laughs> I mean, it makes Wait. sense. 
Is Mike White doing that? Is Mike White a, t- a TikTok fanatic? Is that what we're talking about? Oh my about gosh. Now? Not even talking about TikTok. Oh my gosh. Is he a fraud? Right. Did I say fraudulent? Do I no. do it back? I'm pretty sure Mike White wants to play good, especially if you play good in New York of all places. You're like considered a god here. As as far as I'm concerned, the only fraudulent team that I've coined is um is the Utah Jazz so far. The the no, 20- and you had a Go football ahead. team too. You had the football team. Uh, who who was it? Fraudulent. It was the Cardinals. It was the Cardinals. It was the Cardinals. Was it the fraudulent? Oh wait, no, 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 no. No, it was, it was the Broncos. The Broncos. It, was freaking, it was the Broncos. The fraudulent yeah. Broncos. Mm-hmm. But the Utah Jazz are confirmed fraudulent. The well, no, <laughs> not the Utah Jazz of this year. The Utah Jazz. So what was that the 20, 2020, 2021 season? Yeah. Yeah. The 2020, 2021 Utah Jazz are the only fraudulent team confirmed as of right now. Yeah. But so congr- either, congratulations <laughs> on that. Yeah, that's a really good achievement right there. That's probably yeah. most <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and go on to the next one. Here we go. This is Dev the Dasher. Here we go. You know what they was eating? You know what they was eating? They was huh. eating that General's Fried Chicken. Is <laughs> that chicken, baby? General Fried Chicken. Hey, hey. <laughs> this guy, bro. He's a- <laughs> that's great. Oh, my gosh, man. We love it, Dev the Dasher. We love it. Let's play the next one. Here we go. Which other team has one loss? Which which other team in the NFL has one loss? One. The Rams got two. The um, Buccaneers got two. The Ravens got two. You know crazy, which other team got one? Oh my gosh! You know, can you hear me, David? Still? Yeah, I got you. Okay, I just want to make I just want to make sure I, I'm pulling something up. Cause I have a, st- I don't have a, well, it's not like a crazy statistic, but it's just like a normal statistic, a statistic that anyone would statistic. see. Statistic. Yes. I, yeah, I started on that word. My bad. My bad. No, I messed that up. I, me, I, I messed up with the word specific. That's what oh, I messed I used, up. With. I used to say. I, used I always to say Pacific. Yeah. Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! But like, really quick, right? Yes, you're right. The Arizona Cardinals are the only team in the league that have one that have one L. Right. The other teams. Tennessee Titans, Green Bay Packers, Rams, Baltimore Ravens, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dallas Cowboys. Only other teams that have two losses. Correct. You're right on that. But if we go, like, all it needs, week 10. We'll go to week 10. Let's see Let's see who the, the Cardinals are facing. They're facing the Panthers. Let's just say that the Panthers somehow upset them. Now they have two losses. Just like that, they're all tied. You understand? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Oh, to have one extra, to have one one extra loss. Like, it's not that big of a gap. Now, if they had two, if it was everyone had three and they had one loss, or everyone had four and they had one loss, that's a different scenario. They're not that dominant. There's only, there's only, it's only one game separating them from the top mm-hmm. teams. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not taking that either. Like, I'm not taking that. And also, they lost J.J. Watt, too, so. It, I don't care. I don't care if people say he's old. He's still a big, big part of that piece. Big factor. Big factor. Hey, man, but without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into David's next prediction, ladies and gentlemen. So, David, your, yours was actually, I believe it was the first game on Sunday, right? I believe it was the first game on Sunday, Aaron out. But, um, oh, yeah? listen, it was the Cleveland Browns versus the Cincinnati Bengals. And, oh, my gosh, bro. This is just, let's just, just listen up, ladies and gentlemen. So, David had the Bengals beating the Browns 24-17. to Aye, 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 David. This, listen, you, you had, I mean, the only thing I could say is that you almost had the Browns score close to the Bengals score. 
But <laughs> it makes me feel a lot way, better. Either way, the Browns defeated the Bengals 41 to 16. 41 to 16, bro. I don't think anyone saw that coming. They I, didn't I, beat them, Eric. They spanked them. That's what they it was. They literally, nah, they did. Word. They Good. Did. <laughs> they literally oh spanked gosh. them. It wasn't even a game. Literally, it wasn't a game. Plus, I had Joe Burrow as my freaking fantasy quarterback, which I actually made <laughs> cry more. But regardless, <laughs> like the one week I get Joe Burrow, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and throw two interceptions. Nah, regardless, <laughs> let's go ahead and go into go into this. So, David also said Joe Burrow would have, would have over 250 passing yards. And I can confirm for you, David, that you do get a point for that because Joe Burrow did have 282 yards. Somehow, after that terrible game, had 282 yards. So, you do get one point for that. And you also said that Miles Garrett of the Browns would get at least one sack. I can inform you that he had one and a half sacks. So, he did you, wow. uh, he did you a half better. He did you 50% better. I appreciate but, it. What's it called? You do come out with two points out of that, and that totals your that totals your score to thirty seven, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Thirty seven, yeah, yeah. So the score is now thirty seven to thirty three. How are you feeling about that? I'm just I'm glad that I got the two points out of that because when I said the Bengals are gonna win, I thought that I was confident in that, and it didn't happen. So I'm glad I got the two points out of that. Yeah, man, most definitely, but. Let's go ahead and dive into this into the stats really quick. And I'm going to start with the Bengals. Okay, I'm going to start with the Bengals. So, first off, Joe Burrow, 28 for 40, 282 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Oh, what? Like, that's not – from what we've been seeing Joe Burrow do, I mean, that's certainly not what he did. That's not what he did against the Ravens. So, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. What was it? Where was this at when we reversed him? I don't know. Not I mean, sure. he did the Jets. The Jets. He did this against the Jets. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Gosh, he didn't do. Guy, he didn't guy. do this against the Jets. He didn't do this against the Jets. He he played a little bit better against the Jets. Yeah, he, he did. Still lost. Mm-hmm. But let's keep it going. Ready? So you had Joe Mixon, um, 13 carries, 64 yards, and two touchdowns. Good, decent game for Joe Mixon. Decent game. Um, going to the receiving end of things, you had. T. Higgins with 70, oh, 78 yards with eight targets and six receptions, um, but no touchdowns, obviously, since the Joe Burrow couldn't throw a touchdown. But um, <laughs> what is it called? Going into the fumble category. Oh, my gosh. Daniel Jones. <laughs> oh, oh Daniel. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is just everywhere, bro. Daniel Jones was just feeding them popcorn. Popcorn. But, oh, my gosh, man. But going into it, Jamar Chase with a fumble, and he lost it. Darius Phillips with a fumble. Joe Burrow with a fumble. Trey Hill with a fumble. In total, their their entire team had four fumbles, bro. Four you get a fumble. You get a fumble. You get a fumble. <laughs> Oprah was on the field as well, bro. <laughs> she was no cards, but fumbles. Sure. Oh my gosh, man. But going into the defensive stats, um, they had no interceptions, but um, the leading the team in total tackles was. Jermaine Pratt with six total tackles and five total tackles and two tackles for a oh loss. Gosh, only six. And then, <laughs> then you had Logan. No, don't worry. Logan Wilson was there as well with six total tackles, three yeah. solo tackles. That was it. But then that's Sam, terrible. <laughs> Sam Hubbard um had one sack and um Trey Hendrickson had one sack as well. And that's pretty much all all she wrote for the Bengals, man. Just terrible. A, just a tough day. The only person that could really walk away from that that could say like I didn't do so bad was was the kicker Evan Mc, Mc, McPherson. With he was one for one, you know. Give and Joe Mixon, he had two touchdowns too. Yeah, Those and two. Joe Mixon. Those I mean, two are celebrating. 
he, he didn't have above 100 yards, but, like, you know, he had two touchdowns, so it's still good. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but overall, no one else could walk away with their head high from that game. Well, always walk away with your head high. But, like, that was a disappointing performance. Terrible performance. Mm-hmm. But going into the Browns, yeah, Baker Mayfield throw 14 for 21. High percentage, not a lot of throws, though. 14 for 21, 218 yards, and two touchdowns. Good game for Baker Mayfield, honestly. Good game for solid. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, solid game. Oh, but this man right here in the rushing department, Nick Chubb, 14 carries, 137 yards, two touchdowns. What in the world? What the that's Derrick a, Henry is this? Like, what? That's a bad man. That's what that means. Crazy. Crazy, bro. Crazy numbers from him. Going to the receiving end of things, you had Donovan Peoples-Jones with um three targets and two receptions, 86 yards, one touchdown. Then you had David Njoku with three targets, one one reception, 18 yards, and one touchdown. And going into the fumbles, you had And you Jarvis have Odell Knight. Beckham. What about Odell? Oh, never mind. Uh, oh, 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 got, oh, oh, got him. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh wait. <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a little awkward. That's a little awkward. <laughs> oh my god, man! Oh, we had. <laughs> oh my god, it's so awkward. All right, what's it called? Going into the fumbles, you had Jarvis Landry and Nick Chubb both with one fumble. Um, Daniel Jones still sneaking around the the field, but then we go into the um the defensive stats and for the interceptions. You had Denzel Ward with an interception with a pick six, matter of fact. A 99-yard pick six. Oh, my gosh, man. It doesn't get better than that when it comes to pick sixes. Pick, six, pick sixes, in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then you had John Jones, the third, with one interception and um, 31 yards gained on that as well. Um, and then going into defensive stats, leading the team in tackles was Anthony Walker with 14 total tackles. 12 solo tackles, one sack, one tackle for a loss, and one QB hit. Dude was wow. everywhere. Dude was everywhere. And it didn't stop there. You go you go right under him. Troy Hill with seven total tackles, seven solo tackles as well, two sacks, two tackles for a loss, and three QB hits. This defense was screaming. Miles Garrett, like I said before, one and a half sacks, one tackle for a loss, three QB hits. They were screaming at, at Joe Burrow. He couldn't breathe. <laughs> Could not breathe, man. So, shout out to the Cleveland Browns defense. But that is all she wrote for this game. David, what are your thoughts on this game, man? That for the first time this season, I, I'm looking at the Browns as a, doing a pretty good team. They're actually a pretty good team now. And um, I've never done this throughout the whole nine weeks. But this week has proven that um, the defense can hold up, like always, with Miles Garrett and all this stuff. But that Baker Mayfield can – not have a great game. I mean, he only had two touchdowns for only 218 yards, but he can do his job. Let's just say that. Because he hasn't mm-hmm. been doing it throughout the season. And uh, they got the rushing game down pack. You know, Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb, so he's going to keep on doing that. But other than that, they got rid of Odell Beckham. So um, they start winning, apparently. So Oh, don't uh, do that. Don't do I, that. I, 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 I didn't say it. I didn't say it. But um, I say – the, the Cleveland Browns, oh, maybe they're waking up, but Baker Mayfield, if he keeps playing like this and the defense continues like that, then they're going to expect more wins like this. But the Bengals, oh, my gosh. You guys be- you guys shouldn't even showed up to the game. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's so embarrassing. You were, considered, you were a top team in your division a couple weeks ago. Not anymore. <laughs> and now you're 5-4? and four? 
losing the last two games. It's just, oh my gosh. And you're fumbling the ball. You're not even throwing. You're not even playing good football. It's just so, so unpleasant to watch this. The, def- the defense couldn't even. They only had two sacks on the quarterback. It just, it just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. It's, it wasn't good. It was just overall. Let's be honest. They went from being the second best team in their division to being the worst team in their division. Literally in two games. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> they're literally bottom. They're tied for the bottom, but they're bottom. Crazy man. That's crazy. crazy. The bang, the Bengals, man. All of it, they beat us, and then everyone's like, "Oh, we should take the Bengals seriously. We should take the Bengals seriously." <laughs> I mean, they lose the Raiders. They lost the team. Jets. My gosh, man! Terrible, terrible things, man. But either way, that's all I gotta say on that game, man. I'll throw it back over. Oh wait, we got audio messages actually. Oh, that's good. We got three from Death to Dasher. Here we go. Really, the Panthers, the Panthers, <laughs> the Panthers. Panthers. Sam Darnold, Sam freaking Darnold. Hold on, hold on. Matt Rule, Joe Brady, the Panthers. Upsetting the Cardinals. Stop it. Stop it. You couldn't even beat the Patriots. Couldn't beat the Eagles. Stop it. Stop the bleeding. Okay. Oh my gosh, okay. Devin Dasher, you're sounding a lot like knives right now. Yo, the, hold up. <laughs> I got a perfect response, though. I got a perfect response. Oh. Devin Dasher, what was the score of the of the Buffalo Jacksonville game? <laughs> Nine to six. Jacksonville. And who won? Jacksonville. Okay then. So I don't again. I don't want to hear that. The Panthers, if yo, what if Kyle Murray like broke like towards his yell that game? Done. Oh. Game over. That's what I'm saying. Like anything could happen. And Christian McCaffrey's so starting to get back too. They, you never know. You never know, man. You honestly never know. So to and plus that's your Panthers, man. You need more faith, bro. He lost all faith. Really, <laughs> I mean, when you lose like five God. games in a row, I mean it's kind of it's kind of detrimental. That is tremendous. Remember when? Remember when the Panthers? When he was talking so hype about the Panthers, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Panthers are the best team in the league. We might win the division." Remember all that? Yeah. Where's where that now? Where's all that now, man? Where's all that energy? Now? Sam, that happened because Sam Darnold started throwing twenty interceptions a game. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam, Sam uh, Darnold said, oh, "I'm gonna go back to my Jet days." <laughs> so the Jets weren't the problem, Sam. It was actually you. Oh, that stinks. But oh my gosh, man. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Let's go ahead and go on to the next one, which is from Death to Dash as well. Here we go. Hey, do you have my stats from last show? I know I picked Atlanta Braves to win by two, I think, or something like that. Four to two or something. I don't know. Uh do you have my stats or no? Let me know. <laughs> well, Deb, we do have your stats. I think last show we went over them, and we did add the points that if you did have any points, we added them. I'll just go ahead and tell you the scoreboard right now. It's you're in the lead with nine. Shockwave is in second with three, and Nas is in third with three. So that's you mean the last they're game. tied in second for with well, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, you're, they're, you're in first, and they're tied for second right now. Um, We're going to go ahead and, like, after we do all the predictions and all the segments and everything like that, then we'll read the predictions for – um. For um, that was done last last show, and then we'll go ahead and give you guys a chance to put in yours right then and then afterwards. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it right now. Mr. Motivations, we, you got the lead, man. You got a fat lead proud. too. Yeah, got crazy. It's kind of like me and Eric in the prediction game, you know. All right, all I'm right. up by so okay. much. Okay, but, yeah. all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, go ahead. You know what? With that being said, hopefully yeah. I have some luck in this next one. I'm going back <laughs> over to you. 
What's my next prediction, huh? What was it? Wait, we got another audio message. I'm going to play that one real quick. Oh, I forgot. See, I it's got type. Oh, I got... <laughs> I'm going to play it from Dev. Yo, Baker Mayfield is just doing what Baker Mayfield does. He's a game manager, man. He's the great value Joe Flacco. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm not fresh. <laughs> oh, my great God. Back. You know about the Jets possibly getting Joe Flacco? The Jets got him already. They did already? I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, he's like a backup to the backup. <laughs> nah, they need to start him. Joe Flacco's a legend. No, Joe, he's his feet are made of cement. He can't move that fast anymore. I miss Joe Flacco's days in, in oh my gosh. The Ravens? Yeah, of yeah. course you do. He won you a Super Bowl, that's why. He's so sick of the oh Joe Flacco, man. Mm-hmm. What a guy. What a freaking guy. <laughs> but uh, all right, go ahead and go on to our next but, uh, Me, speaking of winning what? and the Ravens. Oh He's gotta say it. He has to. He has to. Yeah. Has to say that. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh-huh. ladies and gentlemen, Eric predicted on the Vikings and the Ravens game, and uh, Eric said that the Ravens were gonna beat the Vikings 28 to 24, and Eric, your Ravens beat the Minnesota Vikings by by three points, and it was 34 to 31. So I can give you a point for the team winning, but however, I cannot give you a point for the score. But um, you also said that Kirk Cousins is gonna have two or more touchdowns, and Kirk Cousins. Got you three total touchdowns, and he ran one in for a touchdown. So, uh, you get a point for that. And also, you said Lamar Jackson was gonna have two or more touchdowns, and he gave you three touchdowns. So mm-hmm. you finished that off with three out of four points. Oh my gosh! And you have it's currently thirty-seven to thirty-six. You, oh me, yo, yo. thirty-seven was, to thirty-six. Me. What was all that talk about? That score being a little, little bit too big. What was all that talk about? That was the, that was the, that was the NBA one I'm talking about. Oh, nah, we were talking about football, though. <laughs> no, nah, I was talking what's about the NBA one. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. That NBA one going be, gonna to be shut down soon, too. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll, we'll see what the score is after today. But um, uh, let's dive into these stats real quick. And then the Vikings on the losing side. You have Kirk Cousins with uh, 17 for 28, 187 yards, uh, two touchdowns, no interceptions. In the rushing column, you had Dalvin Cook. With 17 carries for 110 yards, averaging 6.5 carries yards per carry. And then you had Kirk Cousins with a touchdown and a carry and one yard. So he only ran in for a yard. But um, in the receiving area, you had Justin Jefferson with three receptions for 69 yards and a touchdown. Adam Thielen with um, Adam Thielen with two receptions for 60 yards and one touchdown. And then on interception column, you had Anthony Barr intercepted, intercepted from Lamar Jackson. Also Cameron Byram with one interception for 27 yards as well. And um, leading the team in tackles, man, Eric Kendricks with 17 total tackles, Ooh. 10 solos, and 7 assisted. And then after that, it was Cameron Danzler, Danzler with 10 total tackles, all of them solo. And then on the sacks, he has Sheldon Richardson with one and a half sacks and two tackles for a loss. Armin Watts with a, a, uh, with a, a sack and a tackle for a loss as well. But um, other than that, let's move on to Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And Lamar Jackson, Eric, you're MVP, man. You're MVP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, tell me how this is MVP like. I'll, I'll read you the stats. But he had 27. He went 27 for 41, 266 yards, three touchdowns. Great, great. But two interceptions. Oh my gosh. But he did lead the team in rushing because you know he's a he's a he's a running back trapped inside a quarterback's body. And uh, he had 20, 21 carries for 120 yards, averaging 5.7 yards per carry. And then Devontae Freeman was behind him with 13 carries for 79 yards. And then Le'Veon Bell had one touchdown for 40 and 48 yards for on 11 carries. So he had a good game too. 
rushing, they they have they they conquer it all the time. But in the receiving area, you had Marquise Hollywood Brown with nine receptions, 116 yards, and then after that, you had Patrick Richard with uh, one touchdown with 35 yards and three receptions, and then Devin Duvernay with two receptions, eight carry eight, eight yards and one touchdown, and also Devontae Freeman Freeman with the receiving touchdown as well. But um, no interceptions from the Baltimore Ravens, but the leading team, team leading, uh, the leader in tackles was Josh Byron's with uh, 12 total tackles and eight solo tackles and 12 uh, and three assisted and one tackle for a loss. And then Deshaun Elliott had two tackles for a loss. Tyrese Bowser had a tackle for a loss, but no sacks. So they weren't sacking the quarterback. They weren't getting to him that much, I guess, but um, they still pulled, pulled out a way to win. But um, Eric, 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 Eric. Oh, what are you thinking, man? Lamar Jackson Ooh. threw three touchdowns, led the Ooh. team in rushing, and uh, he did throw two picks, though. But how you feeling? Ooh. MVP. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. Ooh. Ooh. You wish we would lose. You wish we would lose. You were oh. going to lose. Uh, wait, you should never, you you should wait, never wait, have this close. You, with the, what, what you, you should say? <laughs> you should never be this close against the Vikings. Did you say that we were gonna lose? Is that what you said? Yeah, you were gonna oh, lose. You, we were gonna lose. Oh gosh. <laughs> yes. But, but did we? Oh. oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, talk about a dub. Well, we just like we just try to sell tickets. It's all good. We just try to sell some tickets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all... Oh my gosh, man. It's great. Lamar MVP, the Ravens are winning the Super Bowl. Life is good. Life is good. Oh, my Life gosh. Is good. Oh, my. This is worse than me saying Jets and Giants Super Bowl. I'm sorry. No, it is not. It's so I worse. can't stress that it's enough. It's so much worse. No, it is not. No, it is not. The Jets and the Giants are not making Super Bowl, bro. No, bro. No, 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 no. You ever see that Jesse Lingard clip? No, 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 no. That's no, I haven't. I haven't. Really? I gotta no. find it for you. I gotta find it for you and send it to you. Right. But I'll do that afterwards. But um, mm. then you oh, so every single time I say it, you have no idea what I'm doing. That's no. so weird. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Either way, bro. Um, realistically, like like off the bias side of things, uh, yeah, this is kind of nerve wracking again. We got again, him. We got we, him. What do you, Save what this do you video. mean? What do you mean we got him? It's concerning, you said. Go back, go back, go back, go back. What do you mean we got him, bro? I already <laughs> knew that, like, I I'm, I always have, like, I always do the bias side out first, you know? I always have to get it out because, realistically, you got to speak it into existence until it happens. Lamar's going to win MVP, bro. It's just loading. It's just loading. That's all. Bro, all I'm going to say is this much. Listen. I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm happy we won. No matter what, I'm happy we won the game. Should it have been this close? No. Um, I don't think it should have been like a blowout. I'm going to be real with you. I don't think the Vikings are a bad team. I really, I really don't. But should it have been this close? Yeah, definitely not. We definitely should have not let them scare us like this. But um, overall, a W is a W. We move on. We're 6-2, and two, top of the division. Gives us some space because the um the Browns decided to spank the Bengals, so now like it's just <laughs> it's just even more space between the two teams, um and obviously the Steelers just being the Steelers. So, um, over, overall, I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm not I'm mm, can I say I'm not mad at it? I don't know. I, I'm like I'm like eh, I'm okay. I'm content. I'm content. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right. I, I can see that. I mean, the Ravens, they still won at the end of the day, so it still counts for their – they're still 6-2. and two. That's You can't take saying. that away from them. But overall, when it gets farther down the stretch and in the playoffs too, uh, that's where I'm a little worried for your team because I don't know if they can continue the way that they're playing right now. All I like, With Lamar Jackson throwing turnovers like this. But I don't know. And I don't know if they're going to rely on their running backs, who are currently Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell. No, so. we don't want running backs. You mean Lamar? <laughs> you mean Lamar? You're right. I'm sorry. About? Lamar Jackson. But I'm saying no, I'm... The, the Ravens right now, they're in a comfortable position because of their record. But based off of the wins that they've had, they almost lost to the Lions. They almost lost to the Vikings. They lost very – they've lost to a lot of people. Almost lost to a lot of people in very close games. Yeah, but – See, as much as it's nerve-wracking, it's also beneficial because we'll be able to go to the playoffs and be like, there's no one else with OT, as much OT experience this season as as us. That's all I'm going to say. We go into OT every game. Every game is over. That's nothing, that's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. That's great. Oh, God. Who are, we, who are we playing this week, too? Hold up. I don't know. Check. We got the Dolphins. Don't worry, I'll be in a nice little overtime game. Too. Oh, don't worry. oh, the Dolphins—they don't even know who's who's gonna be quarterback in that game. But oh what they do—you know what they do know—that we're going to overtime. That's all oh, we why do. would you? That's terrible thing. Go overtime with the Dolphins. Oh my god, bro! That's what the Ravens did. We almost lost to the Lions. The Lions. <laughs> the Lions, bro. Yeah. It, I feel bad for the Lions, low key, because they should imagine the fact that they were that close to winning and the fact that some just took out the set NFL record. That's yeah. how bad the Lions' luck is. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Oh so my true. Gosh, but but um, we have ahead. an audio message, so it's from Dev the Dasher, and I, I'm gonna play it if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead, man. I can see it. I can what? see it. See what? I can see it. Mike White versus Daniel Jones. Yeah, what? I can see it. There we go. What? You know, go. 20, 2065 Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, why you gotta do that, man? I was agreeing with you all the way, and then you said 2065 Super Bowl, man. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be that long. I mean, hopefully next year. What? Oh my gosh! <laughs> the delusion is real. He said, hopefully next year. Eric, hopefully... Eric, what? Eric, if the Giants win, go to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl within uh, uh, this year or next year. Uh, you gotta get a you gotta get a, a Daniel Jones jersey. Uh yeah, respectfully, I'll mm-hmm. shake on that through like through like virtually virtual handshake. Yeah, yeah, and and I'll I'll give you something to make it a little more interesting. If the if the Ravens win the Super Bowl this year or next year, I will oh get gosh. a Lamar Jackson jersey. Oh my gosh! Oh, you gotta spice it up a little bit. See, the thing is, the problem is Lamar just heard you say that because he's listening right now. <laughs> so that's gonna he's drive just... him. That's gonna drive him to win now. He... Yes, to, David. You know what I would, David? I would if I had a picture of you with a Lamar Jackson jersey with like a big smile and like a thumbs up. Oh my, bro! No. Do you understand? And like you like pointing back to the back of the jersey and be like goat or something. Oh, um, I'm posting that everywhere on my Instagram. I'm posting no. that everywhere on my Instagram. That's going oh, on DD Takeover's Instagram. That's going on my Instagram. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh gosh! I just made a mistake. It, Oh my gosh! And it nah, but if the Giants somehow pull this off, I actually cry. I'll never, I'll never come out of my house ever again. <laughs> Giants come if, back, uh, it'd be yeah, awesome. I'll, I'll never, I'll never leave my house ever again. Like I, <laughs> nah, I'm never putting on that jersey. Nah. Oh, you gotta I'll, take the same thing that I'm gonna do. 
point, point, point to his name and say the GOAT. It's Daniel Jones. Oh, my God. And I got to take a photo for proof, you know, obviously. I'll actually cry. I'll actually cry. <laughs> oh, my God. That's gross. All right, let's go <laughs> to the next game. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, David had a prediction. Um, This is your last prediction, actually. Um, oh. David's pre- last prediction of Sunday's games. Oh, my God. This is going to be annoying. All right. Um. He predicted the Giants versus Raiders game. Oh, and, oh! Uh, the Giant. He predicted the Giants were going to win twenty-seven to fourteen. Oh, you were fairly close. You were fairly close. Um, the Giants won twenty-three to sixteen. Derek oh. Carr, you freaking suck. Oh I, I can't my stand. gosh, can't man! Sit from Toy Story, bro. But <laughs> either way, we can't give you the point for the um for the points selected, but we can give you the point for the team. So that's one point. You also said that. Um, Daniel Jones. Sorry, I couldn't even read my handwriting really quick. Sorry, <laughs> he said that Daniel Jones will have two or more touchdowns, and I can confirm to you that Daniel Jones only had one. So we can't. Ah, uh, Daniel. Unfortunately oh, for that. <laughs> but then you said Derek Carr would throw above seventy-five percent completion, and you know, David, I'm gonna let you know right now that. He threw 65%, so we can't give you that one either, bro. Unfortunately, you end up with only one point out of that um out of that prediction. And that leaves your score your score at a total of I think it's 39, right? Yeah, 39. No, 38. 38 mm-hmm. to 36. Uh-oh. Oh no. Who's all that talk about that 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 big lead before? That oh. was for the NBA, I said it was for the NBA. Oh no. Uh, gosh, because yeah. it's gone now. That lead is no longer here. I'm just saying, Eric. I'm Eric, just... I don't know if you heard of a thing called karma, but you know it comes. It comes and strikes a couple of times. No karma, shmarma, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Watch so... next week. It's gonna double to two, and then three, and then four, then five, and six, and seven, and eight, nine, nine, ten, okay. and then I'll be up by ten. But okay, okay, but buddy. Eric, Eric, I want you to read these stats, please, because you know I'm very intrigued with this game. Oh my god! For some what, reason. All right, since you're very intrigued, who would you like me to start with? I'll let you choose. Start with the here. Raiders. Start with the losers. Start with the, oh, the this Raiders. Guy. The losers. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, going into it, man. Yeah, Derek Carr. He threw, he threw thirty for forty-six, two hundred and ninety-six yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Derek Carr. Moving on. Just moving on from that. Um, you in the rushing department, you had Josh Jacobs leading the team with um thirteen carries, seventy-six yards, and no touchdowns. Um, and then you go into the receiving end of things. You had Darren Waller with 11 targets, 7 receptions, 92 yards, no touchdowns. But then you had Hunter Renfro with um, 9 targets, 7 yard, seven, seven receptions, sorry, 49 yards, and 1 touchdown out of that. Um, going into the fumble department, you already know, since they're playing Daniel Jones, somebody's got a fumble. Um, <laughs> Derek Carr and Hunter Renfro both fumbled the ball. And going into the defensive end of things, um, the Raiders did not have any interceptions. But leading the team in tackles was Denzel Perryman with um, 10 total tackles, seven solo tackles, and one pass deflected. Um, you had Nate Hobbs with one sack, um, one tackle for a loss, and three QB hits. You had Yannick Ngakou, Ngakou, Ngagwe. 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 I think. Ngagwe. I think. Yannick Ngagwe with um, two sacks. One tackle for a loss and two QB hits as well, and that's pretty much all she wrote for the Raiders. Come on, Eric. Going... Come on. Oh god. Come on, just do it. Just do it. Come on. I'll, I'll, I'll read it with enthusiasm too, just to make you yes. happy. All right. 
Well, now we're going to New York Giants stats, man. And you have Daniel Jones, 15 for 20, 110 yards and one touchdown, man. Not a lot of yardage, um, very efficient, and did get a touchdown out of it. Did not get heaven, did not have any interceptions. Um, going to the rushing yards, you had Devontae Booker with 99 yards with 21 carries. Um, no touchdowns though on that part. And then you had in the receiving end of things, you had Evan Eng- Engram with um, three targets, three receptions, 38 yards, and one touchdown. And then uh, you already know what's coming, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Come on. It's a New it's a New York Giants game, and Daniel Jones is playing. What's next? It's the fumbles. Come nah. on now. Daniel nah. Jones can't help but fumble the ball. It's, 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 <laughs> so, it's in every game, man. It's in every game. That's mean. That's messed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's going into the offensive stats, you had Xavier McKinney with two interceptions, Woo! one of them being a pick six. And 41 oh, yards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great game from, from Xavier McKinney. He also had seven total tackles, four solo tackles, two passes deflected, um, and one touchdown, obviously. But um, that's his game for Xavier McKinney. And leading the team in total tackles was Logan Ryan with six with nine total tackles, six solo tackles. And then um, you had one sack from Quincy Roche. And, or is it is it Quincy Roche or Quincy Roche? I don't oh, know. Roche. <laughs> if he's French, if he's French, it's Roche. 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 All right. But other than that, um, yeah, Graham Gano go for three for three as well. Love showing love to the kickers. But that's mm-hmm. all she wrote for this game. David, how do you feel about this? Man, man, what I say, guys, don't sleep on the Giants. Never sleep on them. They're three and six. They almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They should have won. But, you know, they got to bounce back with the W. But, for real, for real, if I'm being real. Uh, Daniel Jones only put up 110 yards. Uh, Devontae Booker almost rushed more than Daniel Jones threw. through. That's so, so true. That's not good from Daniel Jones. Even though he was efficient, 15 for 20, 75%. It's still not, it's still not good. He only threw for 110 yards. Like, come on. Like, that's not good enough. You want to win games against higher-level teams, especially during the playoffs. But, I mean, efficient he was, but the yard has to get better, and he's got to throw more touchdowns. He's got to take more risk. As a quarterback, but um, uh, in the rushing department, Devontae Booker, I give you credit, man. Ninety-nine yards rushing, and uh, you had three receptions for twenty-three yards. You were looking pretty good. You're looking really good as as a as a backup uh, running back. So I'm glad that you had a, the game that you did. Without you, probably would have lost. If I'm being honest, but I give you credit. But also, 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 Quincy Roche, man, he had a forced fumble in this game. He also had a sack, like Eric said, and only and four tackles. So he was. A key guy in this game as well. But the guy, the man of the night, is Xavier McKinney, man. He returned an interception for a touchdown. And uh, he caught another interception just for fun. But he just had an amazing <laughs> game. And the reason why the reason why this Giants team won and the reason why the Giants team made it close in Kansas City is because of their defense. Their defense is really good. Their yeah. defense is really good. And... Um, they might not stop them that much in the yardage. I mean, Derek Carr had 286 yards, and the rushing was 117 as a team for Las Vegas. But they come up with the turnovers, and that's what you need to win the game. And they sack the quarterback. They, they, they can do it all, and they, they play good. They play good defense. And I'm just glad overall that um, – it's funny because in the Jets my, – my, my favorite team, the Jets, the offense did good, but the defense did bad. But in the Giants, the offense did okay, but the defense did really good. So it's like – Kind of vice versa, but it's glad to see the Giants defeat a, lo- a good team like the Las Vegas Raiders. But um, I'm happy with three and six. 
and we move on to we have a bye week next week actually. So we wait until the week after. See, I just want to say this much. With the Raiders losing this, I just want to list the AFC West standings really quick. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles is top with five. They're five and three. Yeah, the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the Chargers. I should say the Chargers, yeah. not the Los Angeles. But um, the Chargers five and three. Raiders are right behind them, five and three. Kansas City Chiefs five and four. Denver Broncos five and four. Oh wow, Look at that, that's bro. tight. Who is making the playoffs out of that one? That's like they're all inconsistent. I know they're all inconsistent teams. So I don't even know who's coming out of that one. Um, but we'll see what happens, man. And um, as far as the the NFC East standings go, you got the Dallas Cowboys with six and two, Philly with three and six, and New York Giants with three and six, man. And then the Washington with two and six. So another tight conference, in my opinion, other than like Dallas, obviously. But Dallas probably yeah. And if you look at the the wild card spot. For the NFC, you will see um, that um, the Giants they only have to win like one game and have another team lose to be in the number seven spot. So it's still very early in the season, even though it's halfway, more than halfway. You can still get a good chance. You're only a game behind. So anything can happen. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Actually, I want I'm gonna look into. I know we gotta keep moving. I just want to look into that really quick. Actually, mm-hmm. so you're saying let's see, let's see if. Let's go by let's go yeah, let's go by division, right? And then going into the NFC, right? So technically if the if the league was supposed to end today, Dallas Cowboys, Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Arizona Cardinals are the four guaranteed teams that were going. Then yeah. afterwards it'd be the Rams, which would be five, right? And then it'd be ooh, then it'd be the Saints, which would be six. And at seventh position it would be between the Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants because the Giants are the same record as the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So and the Chicago Bears technically because they're they're the same. record. Oh my! How does Chicago Bears. have three wins? Tell me, please. <laughs> how? <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, wait. So you're saying Chicago? Wait, wait. Chicago's better than the Giants. Well, hold well, on. Well, no, this is what's gonna happen. Wait Tonight's a minute. Game, Monday Night Football. You got the Steelers versus the Bears. Justin Fields is already going into the game with five interceptions thrown. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh, man. But, hey, you're not wrong. One of these teams, it's sad to say, but someone might get in here with a losing record. Unless the Minnesota, <laughs> unless the Minnesota Vikings just turn up. But if the Minnesota Vikings start to – if they keep losing, one of these teams are going to get in here with a losing record. That's actually Eric, sad Eric, I'm starting to picture you in a Giants Daniel Jones jersey right now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, That's what okay. I'm doing. That's yeah, what I'm doing. Pictures. It's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> wake but, up. Um, we you. You wake up. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep me in the dream. It's much better. But um, let's move on to Eric's final prediction of the NFL week nine, actually. And um, he picked, predict, ladies and gentlemen, on the Chargers and Eagles game. And he said the Chargers are going to beat the Eagles 35 to 22. But it was a close game, Eric. And the Chargers barely escaped with the field goal victory with 27 to 20, 24. Against mm. the Eagles, so I give you a point for the team winning, but I cannot give you a point for the score. Uh, you also said that Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Chargers, is going to have at least one touchdown, and Mike Williams did not have a touchdown for you, so I cannot give you a point for that. And also, you said that J- Jalen Hurts was going to have throw over two hundred passing yards, and Jalen Hurts only had one hundred and sixty-two passing yards and a touchdown, but I cannot give you a point for that. You finished one out of four, and it bumps your total up to thirty-seven. So it's considered it's thirty-eight, thirty-seven, me. 
I should have the lead right now. <laughs> so dumb. Jalen Who says? Chooses, this, this dude picks and chooses when he wants to be good, bro. Or, like, great, at least. Oh, my this, gosh. Oh my gosh, bro! Whatever. <laughs> Just go into the game. Uh, but uh, on the Eagles side, we'll do this real quick because we'll move on to our next segment. But Jalen Hurts, eleven for seventeen, one hundred sixty-two yards, any touchdown, no interceptions. In the rushing department, you had Jordan Howard with seventeen carries, seventy-one yards, any touchdown, and then Jalen Hurts, ten carries, sixty-two yards, uh, no touchdowns. But uh, Kenneth Gainwell with two carries, three yards, any touchdown, and then receiving department. Devontae Smith, the rookie out of Alabama, with five receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. And it was very quiet. You Look at this, Eric. I'm looking at the stat sheet right now, and the only receivers who caught the ball are Devontae Smith, Dallas Gogurt, Gogurt whatever, uh, Quez Watkins, and Jalen Rager. Only four, only four wide receivers or four catchers caught, this, caught the ball from Jalen Hurts in this game. That is, that's probably why they lost. No, <laughs> only four people is ridiculous. But in the fumble department, yeah, John Hayward with the fumble. John Hightower with the fumble. And then defense, you had TJ Edwards leading the team with 12 total tackles, five solo tackles. But um, this defense cannot get to the quarterback. J- uh, Justin Herbert was staying upright in this game, which is good for them, which is probably one of the reasons why they won. But let's move on to Justin Herbert and the Chargers. And Justin Herbert went 32 for 38. A really good game for him. 356 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh. In the Russian department, you had Austin Eckler with 17 carries, 59 yards. And then you had Justin Herbert with 5 carries, 14 yards, and a touchdown. But um, Keenan Allen led the team receiving with 12, ca- 12 receptions, 104 yards. And then Mike Williams with 2 receptions, 58 yards. But um, uh, St- uh, Steven Anderson caught a touchdown pass in 38 yards, 39 yards for, for 4 catches. And then Darnold Parham with a touchdown as well. But um, other than that, on the defense side, you had Laval, uh, uh, Linval, uh, Joseph with nine total tackles and eight solo. But um, other than that, Joey Boza had a, a sack and a tackle for a loss. But their defense couldn't get to the quarterback too because that was only the sack they had in the whole game. So it was a very uh, confusing game because when you look at J- Justin Herbert's stats, you're like, guy threw for 350-plus yards, three touchdowns, and uh, they only won 27-24. It's like, <laughs> are we watching the same game? Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, I don't – I'm. To be honest, I'm not even. I don't even want to talk about this game. This game is mm-hmm. boring. Right? I'm, I'm not interested. Like, Chargers. They, at the end of the day, you know why? Because at the end of the day, the Chargers still won. The favorites still won. It was close, but like the Eagles are now tied with are tied with the Giants' record. Chargers get a dub in, for the first time in a, in a minute. You know, so it is what it is. That's all I can really say. Justin Herbert is back to playing normally. Hopefully, right for the Chargers. Yeah. But, um, I'm t- all I'm gonna say is this much: after that Lamar L, you'd never look the same. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh my gosh! That's Stop. all I'm gonna say. Stop, Listen, please. Justin Herbert got got spanked by the freaking by the Ravens, and he did not look the same. He looks the same now because he just threw. He had three total touchdowns. But he had to get rid. He had to get to cover from that booty spanking. That's all. Oh I'm my saying. gosh! <laughs> but, he, got, um, he got he got he got destroyed, and he was like, "No, he well, didn't." He went to hibernation. He had to come back. Hey, well, he came back and he came strong for that victory. Mm, I mean, there are there are five and three. I mean, the Ravens are six and two. But oh my you know, gosh, people, oh my people, gosh, people were talking Please. about Justin Herbert MVP. I mean, I don't know about that, but oh my gosh, no one's talking about Lamar Jackson MVP. 
Oh, uh, the people are talking. Oh, <laughs> as if people that would be the people in my head. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that too. <laughs> Stole my joke. Ah. <laughs> but um, we have two audio messages, Eric, and if you don't mind, I'm gonna play this first one, and it is from 10A86. Shout out to you, man. Yo. And uh, here's your audio message. What up, boys? What up, boys? What up, boys? Talking football. Yo, did you guys go over that Green Bay game? Uh huh. Nah. Yo, Mr. Love looking like Mr. Hate. We got hate for Mr. Love. <laughs> Woo-wee. Let's go, Aaron. You Aaron back. Let's go, Aaron. <laughs> no. Yo, Chaz, yeah. Go ahead. Wait, I, I saw a clip. On, I saw a meme on Instagram. It said, <laughs> it said, it showed, it said Aaron, the Green Bay staff trying to get Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers vaccinated after that game when Jordan Love played. And they showed them trying to detain like a person on a, on a table, like trying to give him a shot, like yeah. force him to take a shot. The person was like screaming, you don't know what you're doing. It was, <laughs> yeah, I saw it was that. so funny. You said that to me. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. I mean, real quick, Green Bay Packers, they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs 13-7. to Oh my gosh. Boring game. But whew, very boring. Oh my gosh. But um Jordan Love had went 19 for 34, 190 yards with a touchdown <laughs> interception. Aaron Jones led the team in rushing with 53 yards. And then receiving at Randall Cobb with 50 yards, three receptions, and Alan Lazard with the, the only touchdown catch with 20 yards and one reception. But um Jordan Love also fumbled the ball. Maury Rogers fumbled the ball, and Malik Taylor lost the fumble and also fumbled it. But um Man, this is a boring game, if I'm being honest. Patrick Mahomes on the other side had 166 yards and a touchdown, went 20 for 37. It, it, just, it just wasn't good. It really wasn't. And I can't make excuses for this Kansas City Chiefs team because they won against the Giants team, a Giants team that should have won, in my opinion, if it wasn't for that offsides penalty from the Giants. But um, And they barely went against the Green Bay Packers. Like, who do I give credit to? The Green Bay Packers defense or stopping Kansas City Chiefs? Or is Patrick Mahomes, like, not – or do I just blame Patrick Mahomes for not producing this? Well, not even Patrick Mahomes. I blame the whole offense for not producing it because you can't just put all the weight on one person, although he is Patrick Mahomes. Bro, I don't even, like – I'm looking at the stats and I'm falling asleep. Like, this is just <laughs> – this is boring, bro. I, yo, Mr. Motivation said before he's like, Patrick Mahomes is back. Bro – I'm going to be real with you. Like, the dude threw one touchdown and 166 yards. What kind of definition do you mean by back? Like, what? <laughs> dude is still – he had negative two rushing yards. I mean, that, that's not really a big deal. But uh, it's, this is boring. Ah, it was. It was. It just – it's like Patrick Mahomes. That's not Patrick Mahomes being back. What, what I expect from Patrick Mahomes is 300-plus yards – Three uh, touchdowns. Two, yeah, three touchdowns, basically. Like, that's what you expect from Patrick Mahomes. Not 166 yards and a touchdown. It's like, this is not it. The Chiefs are worrying me. Some people are saying that they're starting to get rolling, but I just don't see it Stop. after after just losing to a Kansas City uh, – not losing, but winning against Packers team by six points and only scoring 13 points. That's concerning for a high, high team offense. You're rolling. Okay. All right. Who we'll got but, next week? Yeah, but uh, the Packers are showing that they need Aaron Rodgers, man. That's what they need him. They need him back. Well, they got the Raiders next year. That's gonna be a good game. Raiders yeah. versus Chiefs. 
That should oh, yeah. be a very good game. But um, without further ado, David, do you mind if I play this next audio message? Let's do it. All right, here's from Dev the Dasher. Here we go. You know, in hindsight, I really shouldn't be that mad because four and five, with the way all these teams are playing or whatnot, is still in it for the playoff hunt. Like yeah, we're right exactly. outside of it. If you get a few, few, you know, get on a few streaks, but it's just we got to play the Buccaneers twice. We got to play the Saints again. Uh, we sweep by the Falcons. I think we got to play them again. And that's teams in our division. Like, <sighs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, you're right. It's tough, but um, you know, anything's possible. And I'm saying that for <laughs> my Giants fans too. Anything's possible, man. We need Carolina to lose, so we make the wild card spot. So. Oh, I'm gonna say, wait, you need Carolina to lose. Yeah, then the NFC, and they're gonna get the wild card spot. They're above no, us no, in the record. No, 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 they're not. Stop. No. Yeah, they're four and five, and we're three and six. So for the wild yeah, card spot. Yeah, but the Saints exist. The Saints exist. Stop. <laughs> the, the Saints. Nah, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this much. Just as much as they have hope, I'm just gonna say this for all my Ravens fans. Um, get your Lamar MVP shirts ready. You know. Oh my um, gosh. Oh my gosh. What, how did this get to Ravens? <laughs> How? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But um... all right, man. Well, without further ado, I say we move on to oh our NFL predictions. Let's do that really quick, yeah. Oh yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, Eric predicting on tonight's Monday Night Football, and uh, he said that the Steelers are going to beat the Bears thirty-four to twenty. They're they're literally the Bears aren't going to show up, and then T.J. Watt is going to have at least one sack, and Justin Fields is going to have at least one. Interception and Eric, I already gave you a point for that, so we'll see what happens. But... Nice. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Can you check on that for me just really quick? So I just like guarantee it, like right now. No, I, I didn't give you a check, obviously, because the game didn't oh. happen. But oh, so, you, so, you, so you're lying. I said I, I most likely. Come on, I, I most likely will <laughs> give you a check. It's expected that he at least turnovers the ball. He's a, he's like, all right, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. David's prediction was on Thursday. Is a Thursday night football game. It's the Ravens versus the Dolphins. And look at this. This is music to my ears. <laughs> David said that the, the Ravens are going to. Nah, they're not just going to beat the Dolphins. Y'all already know what's coming. The Ravens are going to spank the Dolphins 42 to 27. And those are David's words, not mine. Mm-hmm. Those are David's words. You know, honestly, it'd be really funny if we lost this game. And this would be a game we lost. This would be the only loss I'll accept, just strictly because of the fact that you predicted that we're gonna win. Oh my, yeah! If they <laughs> lose this game, I'm, I'm. This is a bigger reason why the Lamar Jackson is to win MVP. And no, if anything, the Ravens if anything, don't win. Yeah, it is a bigger reason because because the reason he's gonna lose is because he knows that he's listening to the podcast right now and he'll lose <laughs> this game is strictly for that, so we can yeah. go and beat everybody else. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, of yep. course. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, and then he also said Lamar have. Lamar's gonna have over 300 total yards. That's beautiful. Uh, they said he said <laughs> he said whoever starts QB is gonna throw at least one pick for the Dolphins. <laughs> I don't know who's starting. I don't know if it's Tua. I don't know if it's Jacoby Brissett. But whoever's gonna start for the Dolphins is gonna throw an interception. Whoever it is, man, they're throwing a pick. They're both trash. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. Oh, but those are our predictions for uh, this upcoming games. But um. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we move on to our next thing topic and is NBA topic. And um, Eric, let's go over your prediction on Thursday. Was it Thursday or is it my prediction? Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm pulling it up right now. So. No, that's my prediction on Thursday. Oh, yeah, my I start Thursday. So are you saying I go first? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh you you shouldn't have, David. You shouldn't have. <laughs> no, I'm 
Let me go ahead and pull this up for us really quick. I'm having technical difficulties. All right, here we go. So, ladies and gentlemen, David's first prediction in the NBA world, in the NBA, in the NBA, um, was the Heat versus the Celtics on Thursday, November 4th. So let's go ahead and go through this. David had the Miami Heat beating the Celtics 127 to 120. And I can confirm to you, David, that the Heat lost to the Celtics. Oh, my gosh. 95 to 78. Yeah, of course they did. Of course they did. Right? Yeah. (laughs) No, you can't even say that because you're on 50 to 8 right now. That's it. (laughs) What's it called? And then you all, David also said that Jimmy Butler would have 25 plus points and five plus rebounds. And David, he just he just was not feeling you, bro. He said, I'm gonna get you 20 points and four rebounds. <laughs> he said, I'm not gonna give you anything, man. So he can't give you a point for that. And then you said you all that Jason Tatum would have 30 plus points. And Jason Tatum had 10 points. <laughs> and then he won. <laughs> I, like the uh, I feel like whenever you pick Jason Tatum specifically, he just always just does bad. I know. I, I don't know. know why. I think it's because he's a Celtics player. Maybe. That's probably what it is. Yeah, I'm a Knicks fan, so he doesn't like performing with me for me. Mm-hmm. But oh, I'm sorry. I'm acting. I'm acting like I'm done. I have to go through the <laughs> My bad. Took a sip of water. It was relaxing. My bad. All right. So we'll go through the Celtics stats first, right? And to be honest with you, I'm just confused at how they actually won this game. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, like this. It must have been defense, because I mean, the second quarter, the Miami Heat scored nine points, so that could be a thing. But and, and the Boston Celtics <laughs> scored thirty three, so I mean that could be a big factor. But um, regardless, um, you have the leading scorer for the Celtics was Jalen Brown with seventeen points, shot five for fourteen and three for five from the three point line. I mean four for five from the free throw, um, five rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, two turnovers. Then after that, it was off the bench. You had Dennis Schroeder. With 14 points, 5 for 12 from the field, 1 for 4 from the three-point line, um, 100% from the free throw, um, 5 rebounds, 6 six assists, 2 steals, and 3 turnovers. After that, then you had um, Neesmith with 13 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, 5 for 8, 3 for 5 from the three-point line, as you know. And then, yeah, Romeo Langford had 12 points as well after that. The reason I keep listing these, these stats, ladies and gentlemen, is because notice how I haven't said Jesse Tatum's name yet. Like, that, yeah. that's a problem, in my opinion. Romeo Langford over Jason Tatum in the scoring department, man. But overall, Jason Tatum had a pretty mediocre game. He had 10 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, um, 3 for 13, 2 for 5 from the 3-point line. Not a really good game for him. But um, that's all that there really is for the Boston Celtics. But we'll go into the Miami Heat now. Um, the leading scorer was Jimmy Butler with 20 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 2 turnovers, 8 for 18 from the field, um, 0% from the three-point line, shot four shots from the three-point line, missed them all, and 50% from the free-throw line. So, not the greatest game for Jimmy, could play better, you know, and then after that, it's pretty lackluster. You had um, Robinson with, um, you had Duncan Robinson with 16 points, four rebounds, and five for 17, and all of his shots were the three-point line. Nothing was, <laughs> Duncan Robinson took all 17 shots from the three-point line. He said, I'm not driving, ever, but... Regardless, we'll move on from that. And then you had Bam on about 13 points, seven rebounds, four assists, two, two steals. But I'm not going to anything else after that. The game was just pretty lackluster. What do you think, David? Uh, it's very shocking for me because, you know, obviously Miami Heat were on a roll. And um, they were looking like one of the best complete teams in the league. And then all of a sudden, Boston Celtics are like, yeah, about that. And um, they basically 
play good defense and stop them for uh, held them for only seventy eight points. It's like a third quarter score, but um, literally, yeah, the Celtics basically they played great defense, man. It's basically they had eleven. They they forced eleven turnovers in this whole game, and uh, the Heat only forced eight. And uh, the Heat had eighteen turnovers, and the Boston Celtics had sixteen. Although those are very close numbers, but there's one, there's a couple stats that really tell you how, why they lost this game. Uh, and uh, the, the the Miami Heat they shot thirty four percent as a team from the field when the Boston Celtics shot thirty nine, but in, from three point the Miami Heat shot twenty two percent from from three. And the Boston Celtics shot 39. So that's a big that's a big difference right there. But um and from the free throw, Miami Heat shot 68% and the Boston Celtics shot 85. So basically they couldn't score. Miami Heat could not find they could not score at, at any at any time. They could not didn't matter if the life if they're if the universe was flashing lasers, like you know what Max Keller said, if the aliens are flashing lasers <laughs> down, they could not make a bucket. And that was basically basically it. But it's not like the, the Celtics had high percentages from the field either 39 39 percent from both the field and three not the best but they just did better than the they had better higher stats than the miami heat and that's basically what cost them won them the game yeah man i i i'll be honest i have nothing to say about this because again it's boring I'm shocked and like nine is not even like Close. i finished a blowout but 95 to 78 like the, the celtics themselves couldn't even get over 100 points mm-hmm is their defense that just like you said? It was their defense that won them, won them this game, but that's pretty much all I have to say on that part. Yep. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we move on to Eric's prediction on Friday, the fifth, November fifth, and he picked uh, my New York Knicks versus the Milwaukee Come Bucks. On. And uh, Come Eric, on. Eric, did you do this on purpose? Come did you do this on purpose? You want my team to win that bad? But Eric, ladies and gentlemen, predicted that the Bucks were going to beat the Knicks one hundred eight to ninety seven. Oh, oh, and I'm sorry, Eric, but. My New York Knicks beat the Bucks one thirteen to ninety eight. This guy, bro, one thirteen to ninety eight. So I cannot give you a point for either the team or the score. But you also said that Giannis Antetokounmpo was gonna have a double double, and I'm sorry, Giannis Antetokounmpo only had twenty five points and seven rebounds with four assists. So- oh my gosh! <laughs> he did not. He did not give you that double double. But you also said Julius Randle was gonna have under twenty five points. And Julius Randle got 32 oh my points. Oh, oh my gosh, God. this is great. <laughs> so you finished that off with a fat donut. And uh, I know you like strawberries, so it's a strawberry donut. I'm actually allergic to strawberries. What? I'm allergic to the fruit. Yeah. But you said you had strawberry frosting the other day. Yeah, it, it, I, it's, it, I'm able to have that version of it. Like, but like the fruit itself, I'm allergic. All right, then we'll, do, then we'll say it's the strawberry frosting. Is that better? No, because I don't want the Knicks to win. <laughs> <laughs> but real quick, let's list these stats. And uh, Eric, that brings your total up to eight. You did not gain any points. You went 0 for 4. But um, so it's Thanks. currently 15 Thank to you. 8. You're welcome. I had to clarify <laughs> again. You had, no, you had no points scored if, you, if it wasn't clear the first time. No points. Is it clear? Yeah. You know you know what? <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> but uh, let's move on to the losing side, the Milwaukee Bucks. And Giannis led, them, led the team to scoring with 25 points. Seven rebounds, four assists, two steals, three turnovers, and he shot twenty-eight percent from three and forty-one percent from the field. And right behind him was Grayson Allen with twenty-two points, shot six for nine from three, which is sixty-six percent, and eight for twelve from the field, which is sixty-six percent as well. He had five rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, and no turnovers. Great game by him. And then Drew Holiday with ten points, five turnovers, four four rebounds, three assists, and then you had Jordan Noah with thirteen points, and then basically everyone else is in single digits. It just 
it just wasn't it just wasn't enough, I guess, for the New York Knicks. And the New York Knicks overcame a deficit at halftime in the second corner with second quarter, which is fifty seven the Knicks were down fifty seven thirty five in the second half. And then all of a sudden, boom, they beat them. They beat them one thirteen to ninety eight. Wow. That's insane. But the reason why they came back was Julius Randle had 32 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 blocks, and only 3 turnovers. He shot 33% from 3 and 50% from the field. And right behind him was Derrick Derek Rose off the bench. Sixth man of the year, possibly? Maybe. With 23 nah. points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. And then right behind him was R.J. Barrett with 20 points. And then after that, everyone else was in single digits. So it was kind of like the same thing with the Bucks. Only three, four people had in double figures, but I don't know how the Knicks pulled this one off, but they obviously did with their intensity, I guess. And they were away, bro. I know. The Bucks. what is that about, bro? <laughs> the one game, bro. What, like, bro, I'm so mad. And don't talk to me about freaking strawberry glazed donuts, because I'll get you your, your original freaking dry, <laughs> the dry throat old, donut that you like. It's called old-fashioned. Old-fashioned, old yeah, it's that, that weird They're good. Stuff. You should try it. You should try it. Nah. Dude, yeah. it, uh, the only reason I've tried that is if I want the driest mouth possible. That's probably... <laughs> <laughs> it's... You, literally, you chew that, and you're scratching your throat. That's no, it's not. It's actually very soft. Inside. <laughs> nah, it's scratching. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> hey, don't hate on them, man. They're actually pretty good. You got to try it for uh, yourself. Oh, my gosh, man. No, I'm just hating the Knicks. I'm just hating the Knicks, bro. They won this game. Giannis, bro. What? I'm so mad. Like, that's shocking to me. That's really shocking. I did not think they were going to win that game. And they were like, no, we will win this game. Yeah. That's <laughs> Pretty much. Crazy. The Knicks are, the Knicks are, maybe the Knicks are the real deal. I don't know. I don't really know yet. It might be too early to tell. Yeah, it's still too early to tell, but maybe they are the real deal, man. If they're being, the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks aren't playing well right now. But they're also missing Chris Middleton. That's something you got to factor in. But overall, like, dang. I didn't know they were missing Chris Middleton. I'll be honest with you. That's why I picked them. But if I knew that, I probably would have picked the Knicks. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. It is uh, what it is, man. Yeah. I mean, one of the things you can point out is the Knicks out-rebound the Bucks, the Bucks uh, 59 to 37. So by 22 uh, rebounds, they out-rebound them. But aren't, aren't the Bucks also missing Brooke Lopez, too? Uh, Brooke Lopez, he doesn't know how to catch a bar board. Stop. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's just I'm the kidding. softest big man of all time. Yeah, but like, that's true. Just... <laughs> yeah, but even if they had Brooke Lopez, what, you add like 10 to that, they're still up by 10 double digits in the rebound column. Terrible, man. But, mm-hmm. hey, the Bucks got to recuperate because these, these guys, is they got a losing record right now. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, something's wrong. You know, you know, there's always Houston, we have a problem. It's Milwaukee, we have a problem. Maybe they're still on that – um. That championship high, you know? Facts. They're still – they're all that championship high, and they don't want to come down, man. They do not <laughs> want to come down. They yeah. mess around, not come down too fast, and they might not make the playoffs. No, I'm playing. Yeah. No, you but, might be right. Way it's going. No. No way. That'd be I mean, they're, with their record, yeah, right now. Oh, my gosh, man. But either way, David, do you mind if I go into your next games? I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, Let's uh, do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> got to keep, keep moving so we have more time for different things. But – um. Either way, let's go ahead and go into David's next game. The next game that David had predicted on was on Saturday, the 6th, and it was the Utah Jazz versus the Miami Heat. This was a very good game to predict mm-hmm. on, in my opinion. Very good game to choose. 
Um, let me go ahead and pull it up on my. There it is. I have a prediction right here. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, David had predicted that the Miami Heat were going to come out with the W and win 112 to 109. And David, I can confirm, sadly, that the Miami Heat did win 118 to 115. Wow. So the score goes up to 16. Oh, my God. I was so I'm close, down. too. I was. <laughs> You were close. Yeah, you were very close, actually. Just a couple more baskets, and you might have got it, actually. But, um, oh, well, well the, the Utah Jazz had to not score as well. But either way, you were close, mm-hmm. regardless. But um, you also said that Bam Adebayo would get you a double-double. And, unfortunately, Bam Adebayo had 17 points, but he had six rebounds and six yeah. assists. Yeah, thanks, Bam. Thanks. So, we can't give you the points of that. But you did say as well. Donovan Mitchell had 25-plus points, and he did. He went above and beyond and got you 37 Got you 37, bro. <laughs> Thanks, Mitchell. Jeez, bro. Appreciate you. Absolutely insane. So we do we um give you two points out of that, and your score improves 17 to 8. Oh. Oh. Why, why am I down nine points? Why am I actually down nine points? Oh, nine points? What's going on? Oh my gosh, this is like oh my gosh, I can't believe this is real life. 17 points you're down by. Oh my 17 points! Oh, not 17. I'm sorry. Nine points are down by. There you go. Nine points. It's insane. Wow, this is the largest lead in DE takeover history. Oh, my gosh. I can't wow. wait until it's the it's largest gonna, comeback. It's going to be the largest gonna, comeback. <laughs> it's going to continue to grow. It's going to be but, the largest uh, comeback. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be the largest comeback. It's crazy. Crazy <laughs> it's going to be the craziest comeback of all time. No, it's not. History. Yeah, keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. But, oh, uh, my gosh, bro. Barcelona dreamed and they came back from 6-1. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, you know, I had that Barcelona blood in me, so I don't know. And and the New York Giants, they they believed and they beat the Patriots in the stop. Super Bowl. So stop. I got that stop. New York Giants no. blood in me no, too. No, 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 no. Yeah, this yeah. is basketball. We can come back with so. And you talk about Barcelona. But um, real quick, since we're running low on time, I'm not gonna go into the box score, but basically, man, Miami Heat, they pulled this one off. They they by the by the hairs of their teeth. How's that expression go? Skin, by the skin of their teeth. Oh, the skin of their teeth. What, I say hair? That's yeah. gross. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> but by the skin of their teeth. And uh, Kyle Lowry was the main reason. He had a triple-double with 10, uh, 20, 20 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists with one steal. And only one turnover. And then you had Tyler Hero with 29 points. Jimmy Butler with 27 points. And Bam Adebayo with 17. And this is awesome for them. And then for the Jazz... 37 from Mitchell, 15 from Royce O'Neal, 16 from Bogdanovich, and 18 from Mike Conley. But basically, to sum it up, man, 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 man. The the reason why Miami Heat won, they shot a lot better. Jazz, yeah, they man. shot 51% from the field when Miami Heat shot 60. And from three, Miami Heat shot 52%. And the Jazz only shot 33. So, it, basically, to sum up basketball, if you can't make the ball into the hoop efficiently – um, you're gonna lose the game most likely. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, guy, this guy, yeah, someone go get this dude, bro. Said, just to sum up basketball, you know, if you don't make the hoop, so what happens is if you don't shoot the basketball and it goes inside the hoop for the points to be scored, mm-hmm. you're yeah. not gonna win the game. It makes <laughs> sense. Oh my gosh, no, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know this guy. <laughs> so I'm glad you. I'm glad you know now. Oh my gosh, man, I love it though. That's respect. Uh, but, but uh, uh, we I do see... have – go ahead. Uh, I said we have an audio message. Really, really quick, really quick, I just want to say yeah. the Miami Heat, you know, even though they lost to the Celtics, this is a great bounce-back win. You know, great yeah. bounce-back win to be a team that's this good. 
you know, in the in the Utah Jazz, the fraudulent Jazz. But um, overall, um, good win for them, and that's what that's all I wanted to say, really quick. No, oh, yeah, hundred percent, great bounce back win against a pretty good Utah Jazz team. So yeah, Dev Dasher, this is your audio message, and I'm gonna play it. Right, let me get to this prediction game. I'm going to do all football. I'm going to do four different um, football predictions for tonight's game. Uh, overall, the score, I got the upset of the of the Bears beating the Steelers 30 what? to 27. 30 to 27, I got what? the Bears. Um, Justin Fields will get sacked at least two times. He's going to get sacked at least two times with TJ Watts over there. Ben Roxburgh will be held under 150 yards and... Um, what's my fourth position? Let me see what I want my fourth position to be. I think they hold Najee Harris under 100 yards also. What? Okay. Please don't say that. He's on my fantasy team. I mean, I already lost my <laughs> matchup, but, like, please just, just just don't do that. That's just, that's just ruined my – that just ruined me. Yeah, because oh. Eric's been having a bad, bad week of uh, fantasy. Fantasy sucks, bro. Yeah, so fantasy he versed me. sucks. So, quick story before we move on. So, basically, Eric was versing me throughout the week of basketball. And uh, the score was – Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was was like going down to the stretch. And uh, in the last game, he was only down by a couple couple points, right? Six. uh, Six. Six six points. points. I'm sorry, six points. And uh, I had one guy playing, and his name was Kevin Porter Jr., and he only dropped me 17 points. And then Eric had uh, Gordon Hayward and uh, Jalen Green. Playing for him, so it's two against one. I'm like, okay, he's only down by 18 points at the time. I'm like, yeah. he's most likely gonna win. Guess what happens, ladies and gentlemen? I pull off with the victory is of I think 1347 to 1330 and 39. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. Uh, you know why though? You know why? Why? You know why? Why? Because why? Why? he wanted to drop eight points. <laughs> he wanted to eight points in the top of it. Gordon Hayward going into the fourth quarter had 21 points. I'm like, all right, Gordon, just give me six more points. That's all I need. That's all I need to win the game. Just give me six more. <laughs> he ended the game with 19. <laughs> he went down. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. I can't, not to mention, I have D'Angelo Russell, Bummy Kemba Walker, and, and Broken Knee for Brian <laughs> James, all on my team. They're all, all injured. And and Kemba Walker just does not do anything anymore. Derrick Rose should be starting. Like, I mean, <laughs> gosh, bro. How you feeling, Eric? Terrible. If LeBron played one more game, I won. Oh my gosh. Oh my. It's all right, but it didn't happen. You fell to a good opponent, so like. No, no, I'm fine. That. <laughs> oh my gosh. Either way, what's it called? I missed. Um, he said that they were holding Najee Harris. Under 100 yards. Under 100 yards. What was the second one? And it was – so, you got the Bears beating the Steelers 30-27. to Justin Fields getting sacked at least two times. And Ben Roethlisberger having over 150 yards. And Najee Harris having under 100 yards. Okay. Having over 150 yards. That's one I missed. All right. But really quick, being the fact that he brought that up, he did get that out of the way really quick. Now, I'm going to go ahead and read – because Nas did have some predictions from last week, so I want to go ahead and read those and add them to, and add them to the um, to the list. Yeah, yeah. So David, I'm gonna leave the um the hockey ones to you, 
right, that cool. he had. I'm going to go ahead and do the football one really quick. He said the Packers would beat the Chiefs and that Jordan Love would throw two touchdowns, both of those being incorrect. I'm so sorry, but we cannot give you those knives. And then he did say, oh, my gosh. He said because he loves to bet against his Pistons, Mm-hmm. Right, the 76ers would beat the Pistons. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure they did, but I just want to double check really quick. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I but think I'm like, so. I'm 99%. Can we just say that they did? I'm gonna check really quick. Let me check. <laughs> Let me answer that to him. But I'm like 99% sure that the 76ers did win. But just to double check really quick, was that on Sunday or no? That was what? on Saturday, I think. Saturday, no, they versus the Bulls on Saturday, so that means uh. they didn't play. Let me see. Uh, Thursday? It had to be. Yeah, yeah. Saturday just won. Yeah, they won 109. They won 98. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. So that means he gets a point. Yeah, he I does. Thought it, I, I thought he. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not used to them, like, betting against their best teams. <laughs> yeah. But he gets a point out of that. So he gets one, and that moves him into second place with four points. But now, David, I'm going to throw it back over to you because he has two more hockey predictions. Yes, and those two hockey predictions, one of them was that the Islanders, our beloved Islanders, were going to beat the Canadians 2-1. to one. And uh, they, in fact, beat them 6-2. to two. So, we can give you a point for that. But, however, you did say that your Detroit Red Wings were going to beat the Bruins. And uh, I'm sorry, but the Bruins won 5-1. to one. So, cannot give you a point for that. Unfortunate there, but at least, hey, he comes out with two points. And that moves him up the leaderboard into a solid second place, I do, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. And then the, leader, the leaderboard reads... Mr. Motivations with nine, right? And then you got you got knives with a solid five points, and you got shockwave in third with three points. So it's getting a little bit heated. A little mm-hmm. bit heated. Intense. You know? But we'll see who comes out on top, man. We'll see who comes out on top. Definitely. But, um, without further ado, David, let's go ahead and tell them our NBA predictions and then we'll go straight into big deal, not big deal, huh? Actually you have one more and I'm just gonna go over it real quick. But oh, I forgot. Eric's, I totally Eric's forgot. Final prediction: He had the Hornets beating the Clippers on Sunday uh, by a score of one thirteen to one nine. But um, the Clippers actually of beat course. the Hornets one twenty to one hundred six. Yep. So I cannot give you a point for either the team or the score. Uh, you did say that Miles Bridges was gonna have twenty plus points and uh, five plus rebounds. Oh my gosh, Miles Bridges had twenty one points but only four rebounds. Yup, yup, yup. I cannot oh, give. I, I cannot give you a point for that. And also, you said that PG-13 was going to have 25-plus points, and he only had 20 points. So, you go, another donut. over oh, for four, man. Oh, my gosh. And two strawberry frosted donuts. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm numb from basketball this week. I'm actually numb from basketball. I'm actually so numb from basketball. I'm so done. I'm Gordon Hayward, Miles Bridges, Paul George. All of you need to kick rocks with no shoes. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro! I'm so angry. Oh my gosh, twenty! Oh my gosh, four rebounds! Four <laughs> rebounds! Oh it's all good. It's okay because you know the score is seventeen eight. Me, I'm you know? down nine. Oh my! <laughs> oh. oh, this is so funny. But um, <laughs> but um, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we had we made predictions for this upcoming couple games and um. On Monday, I predicted tonight's game, and it was the Knicks versus 76ers. Oh, Eric, you're supposed to say that, right? I don't know why I took it. I'm sorry. 
Oh wait, you, I thought you were saying mine. I'm sorry, I totally. No, out. yeah, I don't know why I was saying mine. I don't Go know. ahead and say mine. Go ahead and say mine. Right. And, uh, on Tuesday, Eric has the Bucks beating the 76ers 109 to 106, with Giannis having a triple double and Joel Embiid having a double double. And uh, wait, what? Joel the... not Joel Embiid's not in because he's had what COVID the... recently. We didn't know that. At the I know, time, I bro. know, I know, I know. But but um, and then oh you said God. that the Hornets and the Grizzlies game. You said that the Grizzlies are going to beat the Hornets 116-114 to 114 with Ja having 40-plus points and LaMelo having 15-plus points and 5-plus assists. Can we, like, add, like, a like a three-pointer? Like, if Ja gets to 40, like, I get three points extra. <laughs> I think we should just do that just to spice things up. If you're really about uh, it, you know. I mean, no, if you, if you can do that, it has to be the hardest pick in ever in basketball ever. What? Like, like yeah, Ja Morant, 40-plus points. No, like, that's happened before, like – all right, whatever. Like, let it happen again. Like, you're scared? <laughs> Am I no. scared? Are you scared? What? <laughs> scared? I have a nine-point lead right now. Uh, I cannot. I, I just... no, honestly, I can go zero for eight these next two, and you go eight for eight, and I'll still be in the lead. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Jets. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I feel like the Lions right now. This is actually wild. That's actually wild. <laughs> Lions could go eight and zero, and they still probably be one of the, like they'd be a, me- a mediocre team in the league right now. Oh my, bro, what is life? All right, well, <laughs> let's go every David. David has the Knicks versus seventy sixers. He has the Knicks winning shocker, one sixteen to one hundred nine. Mm-hmm. He has Julius Randle with a double double, and Tobias Harris drops twenty five plus points. Of course, somehow you pick Tobias Harris, but when no, I go, I, I pick freaking. I don't think Tobias. I don't think Tobias Harris is playing because he is also with COVID. These guys, man. What? What's with man? COVID sucks. All right. Anyway, going into um, going to the next game. Yes, Tobias Harris dropping twenty five plus points. Then going to the next guy. The next game. Um, you had the Heat versus the Lakers. That's the one that David chose. He has the Heat beating the Lakers one nineteen to one seventeen. He has eighty coming out with a double double and Jimmy Butler with two or more steals. But that is all she wrote for the predictions, ladies and gentlemen. David, I'm gonna throw it over to you now. Yeah, man. But um, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we move on to our next segment called Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. And rules are simple. Me and Eric, we get topics from all different sports, and uh, we state whether they are a big deal or not a big deal. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Oh, do I start today? I think so. All right. All right. Well, um, how many do you have today, David? That's what I want to know. I'll I have one, two, two, maybe three. All right, word. All right, cool. So we probably can get through all those, to be honest. But um, let's go ahead and dive into it. Honestly, David, I think I'm going to dive into some soccer first. Oh, we've been talking gosh, about football, please. and we've been talking about basketball. Um, Let's see which one I want to pick here. Let's see. Oh, this one looks nice. Mm, you know, I'm sure it does. Though, specifically, you know. Um, I'm sure it does, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, big deal, not big deal. Man United. Lose at home 2 nothing to Manchester City in the Derby. 2 nothing at Old Trafford. 2 nothing. David, how are you feeling, bud? That means Ronaldo got shut out. That's crazy. Oh, my God. I didn't even yeah, know. you know what's funnier? That Ronaldo's, like, the whole team. That you just made that, you made that <laughs> assumption. You made that assumption that Ronaldo's the only player on the team. Other players, and there's more specifically, there's a coach that's still around for some reason. But um, uh, if I'm being honest, it's a big deal because it adds another loss to Ole's re- legacy. And uh, 
another loss that should have never happened because, you know, Ole's still there. We should have got rid of him a long time ago. But, no, <laughs> we got to keep him for some reason. I don't know. Uh, but I just don't get it. I really don't get it. And I was frustrated watching this game, too. It just – like, Man City looks like a great team. You know why? Because they got a great coach and they got great players. Well, Man United, they got great players, but they don't have a great coach. So, it's just uh, – it just doesn't work. And when are they going to wake up the, the front office or whatever? The, the, <laughs> the higher ups are going to be like, this guy's not winning. No good for our team. Like, when's that going to happen? Because I'm not seeing it so far. It's so annoying. But it's a big deal that they lost. But where, listen, also, where was Pogba? Pogba wasn't in, in the lineup. Hey, listen, all I'm going to say is this much. All I'm going to say is this much. In a Manchester City derby game against Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, I think I think Roger was playing as well, right? Yes. No matter yes. what, right? The, the fact that you decided to start McFred in the middle. Oh my gosh. Ke- versus Kevin DeBrenner and 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 Bernardo Silva alone is mental. Is mental to me. Is absolutely mental. And listen, Davi De Gea had an amazing game. No, all props to Davi De Gea. Yeah. He oh, he he was awesome. But. You just can't, you can't save everything, especially if they're coming at you like 24-7. You have no <laughs> yeah. breaks. You have no breaks. I know. Because the team just keeps coming and coming and coming, man. But that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to, you know, grind the gears a little bit for David. He's having yeah, too much thanks fun. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. <laughs> all right, you can go ahead now. But, um, Eric, I got a little bit of UFC, man. And uh, you Oh, know, yeah, we had, baby. We had some fight night that happened on Saturday, for anyone who knows. Yeah. UFC 268. And um, I have some winners for you. But, oh, um, yeah. Big deal, not a big deal. Kamar Usman defeated Kobe Covington by decision. Uh, big deal, not a big deal. Big deal, baby. Kamar Usman is champ. Oh, my gosh. You already know I predicted the two, man. You already know I predicted the two. The fact that this man said Kobe Covington, bro. This man, Kobe Covington. Bro, he had no chance. He was never winning that. He was never winning that fight. Come on, David. Come yes, he on. was. He was doing pretty good. No, nah, he was never winning that fight, though. We all knew he was never winning that fight. Come on now. But regardless, nah, shout out to um, – congratulations to Usman. Um, well fought by Kobe. You know, always a great fight to see those two go, two guys go at it. But um, Usman came out on top. That's all I can really say, man. Now, the question is, what's next? That's the real question. Yeah. I mean, Usman says that he wants to fight Canelo, but – What? What? Yeah, yeah, he said that. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Oh my gosh. So the thing but, is when you when UFC fighters want to fight boxers, you know the boxers aren't gonna fight UFC style because they, they only can't. know how to box. So the UFC guys are like, okay, we know all around stuff, but we're gonna fight a boxer just for the money. It's like what? I wouldn't watch that. I'm sorry, I'm not watching because Usman's losing. You're gonna <laughs> lose. <laughs> you're going to lose, bro. You're not beating Canelo. Oh my gosh. People don't understand that Canelo just doesn't lose. Like, stop. Stop <laughs> trying. Stop. The man just doesn't lose. Yeah. But um, also, we had some more fights. But, Eric, you, uh, Justin Gaethje defeated Michael Chandler by decision as well uh, in that fight. And then um, we had Rose Namajunas defeat Zhang Weili uh, in decision. Aww. Split decision. Split decision. So, two out of the three d- judges voted for Rose. And she retains her belt. So, I was great close. Yeah. But, you know, Rose, obviously, great game for her. Great fight. But, um, man, but in that Kobe Covington-Uzman fight, I was watching it. And Uzman, he won the first two rounds. It was somewhat close, but Uzman, you can see that he was uh, 
the winner of those two. But then after that, the endurance of Kobe Covington, that's what he's known for, started to, to, started to go into the match, and he was holding his own and throwing some mean punches at Kamar Usman too. It was no joke, and these guys were throwing an all-out brawl. I think those, those three and four rounds were close, but I would give them to Kobe Covington. Close. But um, in the fifth round, it was also like very, very tight, very close. But I think Kobe, I think Usman came out with a little bit. And that's what they always say, never leave it to the judges. Because yeah. most of the time, it's most of the time they kind of go with the champion sometimes. Or they could close. Just screw it up. Or mm-hmm. they could they could just screw it. That's why you just never leave it to them, bro. Mm-hmm. They yeah. could just get it all wrong. They could see a completely different fight. They could be watching a fight on their phone. Like they they could yes. watch that's how it, that's how it feels sometimes. Sometimes you just be like, Were you watching the same fight that we were? Like, mm-hmm. you know? It's yeah. Crazy. But, but um, is, we have some fun facts on this UFC uh, six, 268 fight. This is uh, in UFC 268. They had the most combined significant strikes at a single UFC event with 1,973 significant strikes combined Whoa. in the whole in the whole UFC event. 268. That's crazy. It's crazy. This, these fights are going five rounds every single thing. Like they were going the distance in every single fight. It was insane. I, I'm waiting for that next, like, crazy knockout. You know what I mean? You always mm-hmm. have, like, those, those like, crazy knockouts. Someone always gets on a highlight reel, you know? Yeah, definitely. Waiting for one of those, man. I need one of those. I haven't seen one in a minute. Mm-hmm. But real quick, Michael Chandler, who will also get Justin Gaethje, says that he's open to fighting Conor McGregor. Uh, I so. think I saw that. Yeah. yeah. That might be interesting. Uh, do you think Conor would do that, though? Yeah, I think so. Conor, man. Uh, Con- Conor... Conor- I don't even know how I feel about that. I might actually go Michael and win that one, to be honest. Yeah, because Connor Connor has been off the wagon a little bit. Yeah, like, he, I don't know, man. Dude should just, like, relax a little bit. (laughs) Mess around. Drink his whiskey. Yeah, mess around, get smacked in the head too many times. Dude's, like, like, starts to become incoherent or something. Like, you don't want want to risk it, bro. Like, dude, you're done. I feel like Connor's done. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Yeah, some little couple years of spotlight, then Khabib's like, yeah, okay. And Khabib me. said you're a good fighter? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man. That was a crazy rivalry. All right. We, I'm going I'm, I'm to throw it back. I'm going to let you do the rest of yours and then we're going to okay. trade for the last one. And then we'll All right. Go. Sounds good. I have another boxing. I have a boxing one now. And, uh, oh, yeah. Big deal, not a big deal. Canelo defeats Caleb Plant in the 11th round TKO. Big deal, not a big deal. I'm going to say it again, bro. It was a big deal, too. Like I said, People just don't understand. Like, Canelo just ne- doesn't – he's not – he doesn't lose. Can- Canelo doesn't lose. Uh, David, the video that I sent you, there was a video I sent David. Yeah. Right? Plant was literally like – what round was it that I sent it? I sent that was it, the 10th round or the 9th round. It was a. It, it was basically a couple rounds before he, he went to sleep. But regardless, <laughs> what's it he was like – he was like, you know, you're a really good fighter, man. For, they were for, talking, think, having a conversation. Literally having a re- regular conversation. You know, I, what's it called? He literally said, he's like, you know, you're a really good fighter for being, like, undefeated or something. I forgot what it was. What it was. But then Canelo was like, yeah, thanks. And I kept going, right? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you're, like, one of the toughest fighters i ever fought. He's like, yeah, I know. And then he kept <laughs> going. Dude, I think Plant was, like, purposely doing that because he knew he was better lose. That's mm-hmm. what it really was. Or just to and, throw him off, too. But Canelo's yeah. never going to be off focus. Yo, Canelo was answering, and his eyes looked like he was like, I'm still going to kill you. It's like, what yeah. the heck? <laughs> yeah, that's scary. Plant literally looked off his like 
he knew that something like he was he couldn't last, and he was trying to throw him off at something else. And Canelo was like, "Nah, like he was <laughs> Canelo, you can't beat him, bro, you, dude." And then when you hear when you hear, there's one thing to watch a fight on TV, but when you hear the punches live, oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh, that hurts. Like they're, throw, they're throwing bullets, like <laughs> it's crazy, man. Absolutely, it's so scary too, so scary. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Canelo is nothing to mess with. And we've seen that time and time again. But uh, we had some great fights this on Saturday, so I'm happy that um, both of them, both of them were really good to watch. I hope I hope Jake Paul watched that fight and was and, and was like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna take this guy off my list. <laughs> Jake Paul, Jake Paul. Oh my gosh, I didn't want to talk about him in relevance to the sport of fighting. But, um, <laughs> but well, Eric, you do have. Most certainly big deal. Sorry, I just want to say everything. Yeah, Most certainly no, big deal. Yeah, big deal for me as well. But we have an audio message from Dev the Dasher, so you don't mind if I play it. Yeah, man, go ahead. Didn't see the fights. Fight. I didn't see the fights. I didn't see the fight, but I did see his face. And <laughs> he was freaked up. Like, um, what was that movie? Debo Friday. You just got knocked. Well, y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got you. Yeah, definitely, man. These after shots, the before and after shots of these guys' faces, it's so going, funny. Like all, almost all the way is like insane. It's insane. But um, yeah, I have man. one more. Actually, yeah, yeah, I have one more. And uh, it is, it's like a hockey one. I don't think anyone knows about this. I actually have this one, and another one, real quick. But this one's real quick. Jordan Eberle, a former Islander, becomes the first Kraken player in, in uh, franchise history to score a hat trick. Yo. The Krakens are up, baby. The Krakens are up. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If I was a hockey player, I would want to play for them strictly because of the fact that, like, I know whatever I do is going to be it's gonna record. Be franchise history. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like, exactly. he, can't, he can't go wrong. It's like, literally, whatever I do, it's going to have franchise history the first time ever. Like, the Krakens this, the Krakens <laughs> that. Like, you know what I mean? The first I'm guy not... with 10 goals. The first guy with 10 assists, yeah. Exactly. Like, they're, they're, they're definitely, like, all racing. They're like, oh, my gosh. Am I, like... You'll, you'll go down in history. Whatever the Krakens do, like, if they win a championship, like, 10 years from now, they'll be like, well, this man right here was the first one ever to score 10. He could be completely <laughs> rubbish. He could be, like, the worst strike. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> goal scorer in the league. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just like, uh, oh, my gosh, man. But big great. deal, though. Big mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, I agree. And I have one more. Uh, OBJ right. has been released by the Browns, and he is currently a free agent. Big deal, not a big deal. See, see the thing is, what happened was, so – I'm like, like after the show, I'm actually like, I'm scheduled to call him, cause like, you know, <laughs> saying, you know, like, uh, you're you're the Ravens I, representative. That's what you're trying I, to say. I, that's what I'm, like, you know, Lamar told me this, and I did that, you know, and we might get the job. The next thing you know, OBJ's in purple. That's all I'm saying. Oh my that's gosh. All I'm saying. As much but, as I want to argue, you kind of, I can see it happening, obviously, cause he he said he wants to go to contender team. The Ravens are up. But another team I'm looking at is the Raiders. Maybe he goes there. But oh, sorry, I'm I'm raising my hand like I'm in a uh, I'm I'm in a You're in class. class. <laughs> yeah, I literally. Yes, I Eric. Yes, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> no, because Deshaun Jackson just signed with the Raiders. Who? Oh, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said Deshaun Watson. I'm like, what? No, no. He <laughs> said, "Oh." I'm like, I'm like, what? Uh, so he might not go there anymore at that point. Yeah, maybe not, but. Maybe the Ravens or maybe the Green Bay Packers as well. They don't have really have a, oh, a good number scary. two. That would be scary. That's but, scary. Yeah. 
if but uh, I tell you, wait, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you know, no, I'm saying, but if the, he goes to the Green Bay, that's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a good combination because Aaron Rodgers will make him better, hundred percent. Yeah, no doubt. If I'm if I'm Odell, I'm going to a team that's like gonna guarantee me like uh, I need a I need a certified quarterback. So no offense to Kyler Murray, I'm not saying Kyler Murray is a bad quarterback, but I would go to someone that's like probably like more experienced or like mm-hmm. like just more known, I guess you could say. So like, yeah. the Green Bay Packers, I think, should be a favorite, um, even though they have Aaron Rodgers. The thing is, though, at the same time, they don't have to be a favorite because if Aaron Rodgers leaves next year, like retires next year, we don't know what happens, you know. So Maybe they're not a favorite. Yeah. Who knows, right? That's then you true. have you always have the Bucks, right? I really hope he doesn't go to the Bucks because then that just makes it ten times worse, right? Then you have you have the Rams. You could go to the Rams. That make them even more dangerous, right? Um, other than that, I mean, I don't think he would go to the Titans because the Titans are kind of like already stacked in like the receiver department. They're just injured right now, realistically. But um. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go to the Ravens, but really, like, if I'm being real with myself, Lamar just runs too much for Odell, probably. So, like, <laughs> I don't know if you want to play with Lamar. I mean, he probably catch more balls than he was in, in the Browns because Baker Mayfield wasn't throwing the ball to him. That's true. but And then also could go to, to Kansas City. That's another thing. Could possibly mm. go there, too. You know, maybe team up with Tyreek Hill, give them another option because teams seem to find out a way to, like, stop Tyreek Hill and then – somehow slow down Travis Kelsey. Well, then if you have Odell looking at you the other way, then it's like, oh, gosh. You know, that might reflect on other people. So, who knows? The, 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 the list goes on and on. Yeah, definitely does. But we'll find out what he does soon. I know he's not going to wait that long to do it. But um, So, big yeah. deal for, for both of us? Yeah, most definitely. Wherever he goes, mm-hmm. gonna, the team's going to elevate. Definitely. But um, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we move on to our last and final segment of the show called The Goat of the Week, NBA Let's Edition. Go. And uh, on Mondays, we do NBA. And on Thursdays, we do NFL, Go to the Weeks. But um, just to confuse, uh, we do honorable mentions, five honorable mentions, and then we do a top five. Number one of our top five is considered The Goat of the Week. But um, um, real quick, the rules. Uh, basically, with the, basically, Go to the Week is basically the best player of the week. But we just have a fun little spinoff of it called the Goat of the Week. Just having more fun, and you know, why you gotta be called the Goat for the week, you know? It's good to exactly. be called the Goat instead of be calling the best player. No, be called the Goat of the Week. It's much, it's much more appealing. Feels more, feels more, feels better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels better. I'm the Goat of the Week. I'm not the best player of the week. I'm the Goat of the Week. You know? It's just, yeah. It's just exactly. Has a yeah. to it. But um. But Eric, you go first this week, man. Yeah, I do. First. This is actually. You know, I realized I realized that this is this week, this entire week I go first, and then next week you go first, and then it's like oh, yeah? I never realized that because we do uh, now we we changed it because it usually would have been like Mondays and Thursdays go of the week, but now we change it to like have like a better like format, you know. Yeah. So, but just a little fun back. But regardless, <laughs> David, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and list my list without stats, so then you can list yours with stats, so you have like the time to do that because you usually okay. have the stats like right there, but um. Without further ado, are you ready, David? Oh, I'm ready. Ooh, ready. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, last I just want to mention that last week's goal of the week was um for me was Nikola Jokic. So I just want to mention that as well. I actually, I really quick, I do want to read my list from last week just to give you guys. I like comparing it by myself when I look at it. So I wonder if you guys would like it too. Oh wait, no, not last week. Last week was Jimmy Butler, not Nikola Jokic. But um, really quick, last week's odd mentions was Jonas Valanciunas, Rudy Gobert, Jalen Brown, Nikola Jokic. Kevin Durant. And our top five was Anthony Davis, Jason Tatum, 
Giannis Antetokounmpo, DeJounte Murray, and Jimmy Butler as the number one. Right? So that's just the last week. So this week's... Oh, I have to pull up the drum roll. I totally forgot. I keep forgetting about the drum roll. But <laughs> regardless, are you ready, David? Now are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, here we go. So in my honorable mentions, right, the first honorable mention goes to... Actually, no, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. Sorry. I'm so sorry. What's it called? I want to mention some other guys really quick that didn't make it to my honorable mentions, but did I had a really good week. Um, those guys were Jordan Poole, um, guys like, oh, Evan Mobley had a great week. Um, also, Jalen Brunson had a great week, and Donovan Mitchell had a great week as well. So those guys, those are, some, those are just some names that were, that were taken into consideration but didn't make it into the honorable mentions. But um, going into it now, the first honorable mention that I had, and this week I organized it from like 10 to 5. So like the first one is going to be 10, and then it's going to be all the way to 1. But either way, going into our mentions, the first one is the Atlanta Hawk, Trey Young, right? And then at number nine, we have the Brooklyn Net, James Harding. And then at number at number eight, we have the Cleveland Cavalier, Jared Allen. Oh, I was so hyped for this one. You have no idea, right? And then at number seven, we have the Chicago Bulls, Zach Levine. And then at number six, we have the reigning finals MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Those are your honorable mentions for this week's Go a Week. Now getting to the top five, we have number five. At number five, we have the favorite to win MVP this season, me and David's boy, the Brooklyn Net, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant had a great week, ladies and gentlemen, and therefore he gets the number five position. But then we go into number four position, right? And we have the reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic, at the number four position, right? And then we go into number three. The number three is the Los Angeles Clipper, Paul George. Paul George had a, had a great week despite losing some of the games. Still had an amazing week. Um, and then going into the number two position, this is where it got. I think number two, number three could have been could have been um, like flip flopped. But overall, going to the number two position, we are. I'm giving it to the Magic Man himself. Not from the Magic, but they call they call him something Magic. You already know what it is. It's Luca Magic. Luca Doncic is my number two. And at number one, drum roll, please. We have the Chicago Bull, DeMar DeRozan. Congratulations, DeMar. You are, for the first time on Easy e for 20, the 2021-2022 season, you are the GOAT of the week. There it is, David. Huh. How are you feeling? How are you it's, feeling, David? You know, it's really good. Um, number one really shocked me, actually. I was not expecting Really? Yeah, that gotta be number one, but um and maybe my number one my number one's definitely gonna shock you. But um <laughs> Oh no. But, oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. Let me do myself now. Let me do myself now. But um that for the do, ladies and gentlemen, you heard Eric's, but now we move on to my go to the week honorable mentions. And uh, my honorable mentions uh, are 
Trey Young, Cole Anthony, DeMar DeRozan, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and PG-13, Paul George. Uh, also, you had players like LaMelo Ball and Jared Allen as well in there. They played awesome as well, so I had to mention them. And Devin Booker. But um, now we move on to the top five. And at number five, I have Luka Magic, Luka Doncic. He had um, he played three games this week, and he had 33 points, 23 points, 33 points. Very consistent in the points. He shot above 40% in all three of those games. But um, he had a double-double in the second game, but his turnover ratio is the one that really got me off when he had combined 13 turnovers throughout those three games, which is uh, not really that good. But um, overall, can't complain from Luka, man. Congratulations. And your defense, you only had two steals and one block throughout the three games. But um, other than that, Luka, congratulations on being number five. But you cannot beat the Brooklyn Net at number 10. And that guy, not number 10, the Brooklyn Net at number four. And that guy's name is most likely to win MVP, Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant's performing consistent numbers. He played three games as well this week. And he had 32 points, 29 points, 31 points, very consistent. And shooting above 44% in all three of those games. And he had a double-double in the second game. And uh, he had also, he had 12 turnovers as well, which is why, another reason why I took him into consideration. And only two, two blocks and one steal. His defense wasn't as great as the other people ahead of them. But um, overall, impressive game, consistent game by Kevin Durant, as always. But um, now we move on to number three. And uh, this guy, this guy, um, he played good, man. He played really good. And I don't know. I forgot that Eric mentioned him. I don't know if he did. But at number three, I got the guy, the Utah Jazz player, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, if you look at these stats, he played three games as well. He had 36 points, 37 points, and he did have 21 points. But he shot 33 above 3, 33% in all three of those games. But um, he also had, in the first game, uh, 36 points, eight rebounds, six assists, one steal. Second game, he had tw- 37 points. Seven assists, two steals, only two turnovers. And in the third game, he had 21 points, seven rebounds, seven assists, and only three turnovers. So he played very impressive for the Utah Jazz throughout this week, which is why he is considered at number three. But now we move on to two, and there's only two left, and one will be remaining. But at number two, I got the center for the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic, man, he had three. He played three games as well, and he had 23 points, 34 points, and 28 points. In the first game, he had 23 points, shot 60% from the field, seven rebounds, seven assists, four blocks, which is insane, and three only three turnovers. Second game, he had 34 points, shot 55% from the field, 40% from three, 100% from the free throw, and he had 11 rebounds, five assists, two steals, and only two turnovers. And in the last game, he had 28 points, shot 60% from the field, and uh, 14 rebounds, two assists, two steals, and one block, and five turnovers. So impressive three games for him. But – um. Without further ado, Eric, 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 Eric. This might shock everyone listening right now, but, you know, I felt confident with this guy because he played he played really good. He played really, really good. And, uh, Eric, just before I give it away, just cue the drum roll, please. I got to go with the point god, CP3. Man, he had an impressive impressive three games you know even though he didn't post that much in the scoring column but then again when has cb3 ever post that much recently post that much in the scoring column but you'll understand why he had 14 points nine points and 16 points you're like what that's your go of the week but these more these other stats are going to impress you he had double doubles in all these games but in the first game he had 14 points shot 75 percent from the field 100 percent from the free throw seven rebounds 18 assists Oh my gosh, one steal, one block, and only four turnovers. Ratio of 18 to 4? 
That's crazy way he handles the ball and not, doesn't force turnovers. And then against Houston, he had nine points. Okay, nine points. You're like, okay, whatever. He shot 30%. Okay, I get it. I get it. 100% from the free throw. But five rebounds and another 13 assists. Another one. 13. Oh, my gosh. This guy is amazing. But not only did he do that, five steals. And not only that, two blocks and only two turnovers. 13 to 2 ratio. I, you can't make this stuff up. He's insane. Insane. But in the last game against Atlanta, he had 16 points, shot 62% from the field, 50% from three. He had six rebounds, 13 assists as well. Again, oh, my gosh, this guy's in double digits and assists. But not only just 10, just barely making it. He's got 13, 13, 18. But he also had one steal and a block and only two turnovers. 13 to 2 turnover ratio, man. Assist to turnover ratio is insane. And although the points aren't there, I get it. But when you look at his rebounding as a small guy, getting five, six, and seven rebounds, and then his assist, his playmaking, 13, 13, 18. And then his defense, well, one, five, one on steals. And then on the blocks, he had one, two, one on the blocks. This guy's six foot, and he's blocking these guys. And turnovers, he only had four, two, two. It's like he only had eight turnovers through three games. It's insane with that amount of assists. And 44 assists throughout three games. Congratulations, CP3. You are a first-timer on my go to the week, man. Man, and hold it proudly. Eric, what are we thinking? I'm, I'm, I'm lost for words. I... Uh, it's a good one, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, my. Um, oh, you're lucky I have to go right now. You really I'm lucky not lucky. If you didn't hear those stats, then how? Bro. What? Defense bro, and bro, playmaking? Bro. Oh, my bro. gosh. You do realize that he basically just posted Draymond Green numbers, but with more scoring, right? Not necessarily. His defense is far more better. Far better. Oh, I'm sorry. oh my God. David, you know how many, how many times last year Draymond went 10 10 in, in, in two? Yeah, but that's last year. We're talking about with now. Like and he one block 18 and assists. assists. 18 assists, 13 rebounds. Th- 18 assists, 13 bro, assists, 13 assists. Do you know how many times Draymond Green literally had 13 assists, 10 rebounds, and like. Why are we bringing? I don't care about Draymond Green. I don't care but about they him. He's irrelevant st- in this situation. Because they have the same stats, but you would never put Draymond Green there. Who says? You would, you would never put Draymond if, Green if, in the position. If Draymond Green was three. consistent in all of the three games, like like CP3 was, yes, I would put him in, in number one. No, you would not. Yes, he I did would. It last year. Oh my! Not and not in the week. He probably did once every week or once every but three games. either way, you would never put him there. Yeah, because he you does would... it once. That's a thing. Oh if you did CB3 in this week, God. he did it three times. You just basically go the week. You basically go of assist and assist only. No, I didn't. I, I said assist, assist and defense. defense. And assist defense. and defense. That's it. He had eight steals in three games and, f- and four blocks in oh. three games. And his turnover ratio. He only had eight turnovers in three games. When you, had Luka, when you had Luka with 13 turnovers, you had Donovan, you had uh, KD with 13 turnovers, and Jokic with 10 turnovers. Oh, my God. With less, far more less assists and um, less defense. Um, this is beyond me, bro. I, I, I'm, I literally have, I have nothing to say. Because it's so good. Because it's so good. No, no, it's actually – it's not – no, I'm not going to say it's the complete opposite. He's not what his stats say. I'm not saying they're bad. They're definitely amazing. But like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, are you kidding? Are you, are you, like, what? <laughs> when you when I compared them, 
side to side in every single player I picked, Jokic, KD, uh, Luka, Giannis, Mitchell. I, I looked at everyone, and, and, you and said, CP3 these, came out with the these, most. These 18 and 11 and 13 assists is really what gets me. Like, Yeah. Listen, I like again. You're it's looking not at even the assist, man. It's the steals, the blocks, just, the defense, the, is, the turnover ratio. Look at Jared Allen's stats. Jared Allen posted like a double double, almost only other than like one game. Posted a double double, twenty points, ten plus rebounds, and had two steals and two blocks almost every single game. Just because he didn't have five and two or something, he still had a solid week. You yeah, but what's what more, saying? what's what's harder for a guy his height, a rebound oh or an assist? Oh my god, no! What's more common? Oh, no. It's how you value the rebound oh. and the assist. A twenty twenty game, I value that twenty rebounds and twenty assist. Twenty of rebounds and twenty points, I value that highly because it's very hard to get twenty. But CP three got eighteen assists, thirteen, thirteen, eighteen. It just can't make it up. I I I know, but like, oh no 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 no, bro. I don't I don't I, I disagree. I strongly disagree. And the fact that you had Demar in your arm matches too, strongly disagree. Strongly yeah, disagree. I, don't, I understand I don't that one. But like, you put Dom in Mitchell three. I'm like, did you not? If you put Dom in Mitchell three, did you not look at Demar's stats? Like they, I did, DeMar's... I did, and look, and Mitchell did a little better than Demar. How? Demar had two thirty-seven point games. And so did so did uh, Mitchell. Mitchell had thirty-six and thirty-seven, and Demar did more in the other departments than Mitchell did. Rebounding, assisting, defense. Actually, you know what? I'm going to pull that up right now. I'm going to pull that up right now because I don't think that's true, but let me find that. I, bro, I, I – oh, my gosh. Let me – look, you pull up Mitchell's stats. I'll pull up DeMar's really quick. Really, And then we have to end the show. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me go here, and then we'll go Chicago. Okay. Look right. at the first, first first game I got for DeMar. I got DeMar pulled up right here. Ready? Yeah. Okay. 15 for 20. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Three for four from the three-point line. Uh, four for five from the, from the free throw. Six rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, 37 points. Tell me, tell me, tell me, um, Donovan Mitchell's first game. Okay. 36 points, uh, uh, 46% from the field, five for 12 from three, three for four from the free throw. Uh, eight rebounds, six assists, one steal, and only three turnovers. Okay, so at most he gets he gets him on the rebounds and the assists, but he but he does not beat him on the shooting at all. Okay, the, the effectiveness, no, definitely not. Okay, so let's go to the second game. Second game, Demar Derozan, thirteen for twenty-two, zero for one from the three-point line, so technically zero percent. Eleven for twelve from the free throw, right? 10 rebounds, one assist, one steal, only three turnovers, 37 points. Give me give me a second game. Uh Donovan Mitchell had 37 points, shot 50% from the field, 4 for 15 from 3, 5 for 6 from the free throw, 7 assists, zero rebound and two steals and only two turnovers. How many points? 37. Okay. Now let's go to the last game. This is the only one I think the 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 mediocre the, both of their mediocre games, I think Donovan had a better game, right? But Going through it. Here, last game. DeMar DeRozan. Even though... And Donovan missed the game as well. That factored that in as well. He missed one. But that's out of the control regardless. But Donovan... De, DeMar DeRozan. 7 for 15. 1 for 1 from the three-point line. 10 for 12 from the, from the free throw. 4 rebounds. 4 assists. 2 steals. 25 points. 
No turnovers. Uh, Mitchell. Mitchell had 21 points, shot 33% from the field, 2 for 12 from 3, 100% from the field, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, and only 3 turnovers. How many points? Uh, 21. Okay, so when you put all those together, what are we thinking? Like, we think, It's very close. I mean, they both had similar games, but if you look at so the rebounds and the assists and the steals, I think Donovan Mitchell has a little more. But even even if you want to think that, I, I disagree, right? But, like, regardless, mm-hmm. even if, how is Donovan Mitchell 3 and DeMar DeRozan and all mentions? They're literally, they're literally identical. It doesn't make it, it, it make it make sense exactly. And so, so no, no. So right then and there, that would be my argument, right? Because the fact that Demar is not even in there, and you had CP3 on top, that's the, the whole list is messed up. Nah, nah. I'm not happy. Nah, nah. No, my whole list is not messed up because this is this is true. And CP3 should be number one. Jokic at number two. I can see you, Demar and Mitchell. Maybe switch them up and maybe put Demar at three, or maybe Demar at five, or Mitchell at five. Okay, I get that. But everyone else on this list is valid, and I can attest to that as much. I even put Donovan Mitchell up high because he had great rebounding and assists and defense on these games, and that's what not just scoring. Okay, okay, okay. We can say that, but then also, if we want, to, uh, I don't know, I don't know, man, I don't know, I'm not feeling it. I don't know, but I'll leave it at that, man. We'll leave it at that because we're not gonna agree. But mm-hmm. I, I will say this much. I will say this much. It wasn't to the point where your list was out of hand. You know what I mean? Like, I respect it. I respect it. I respect the, the 18 assists, the 13 assists, and the, the, the 11 assists, right? Again, 13. Crazy. Thir- 213. It was 213, 118. Yes, amazing mm-hmm. numbers. I, no one's going to do that this season. No one's doing that this season. Mm-hmm. So, like, respect to him. You know, respect to it all. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to disagree. I have a right to disagree, you know, because it's not what I think it is. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's all. That's all. Yeah, but, of course. I mean. That's how that's how debates go. At the end of the day, we always try to prove why our point is correct. Correct. Yeah, but I do. T- I'll take back what I said and saying that the whole list is messed up. The whole list is not messed up. Mm-hmm. Really, like, cause like, I agree with what the players are there. Do I agree in the form that they are in? No, right. But I agree with the players. So I respect. I respect the list regardless. I respect the list regardless. Thank you, and I I, I like your list as well. Although CP three wasn't on it, but still. Yeah, that is, that's true. I sh- maybe I should have valued it a little bit more. I, I think I might. I looked in. I looked into too much of the points, probably, well, I, because I remember mm-hmm. looking through his points. I looked through the Sun stats, and I was like, ah. But then I realized that you, like, when you were saying it, 18 assists, 13 assists, 13 assists. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I probably mm-hmm. should have valued that a little bit more. Man, we just came to an agreement, man. That's the first time we've done that on the go to the week. <laughs> no, no, last year we were more, last, year, last year. Last week we were in, we were more in agreement. That's, that's true, but like, 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 but on the NFL one, we weren't. <laughs> nah, not up. at all. The NFL nah, one was Oh, we never up. had to post that. Um, oh, my gosh. We have to. We have to. We I got to get that up there before before Thursday. Mm-hmm. But, um, hey, this is a good time to end the show. What do you think? Um, most definitely. Honestly, I might post the basketball one, too. Be like, tomorrow or CP3. Like, I like, it'd just mm-hmm. be nice to know, like, who thinks Just to hear from you know? guys and tell us what you guys think. Maybe That's your so opinions true. will change our mind. That's true. Especially with the with the we're giving you all stats, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. but, but regardless, uh, go ahead, David. Yeah. Wrap it up, I please. just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time out of the day just to listen to us. You know, we appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome and don't forget it. Also, if you're new here, please give us a follow on the stereo app. And the stereo app for anyone listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever, is where we do our live shows. So if you want to 
make a spot uh, a stereo account and follow us and listen to us on live shows and give us your audio messages please do but um give us a follow us on the stereo app and also subscribe to the show so um you can get updates on when we go live and also helps build our brand and our family expand it to many other people on this platform also if um oh my uh, also if you want to follow us on instagram uh you can follow our Instagram. It is official underscore DE underscore takeover. I will say it again. It is official underscore DE underscore takeover. And this is where you can get updates on our post. And we just posted something today of the James Harden trade. And was it worth it for Brooklyn? So if you please give us a like on that. And also we have many other different content on that as well. You can interact with our stories, interact with us, all the other jazz, and updates on our shows most importantly. But So please follow us on that. And also, if you want to get to know your, your host of the show, me and Eric, you can follow my Instagram. It is David underscore Rod underscore O2, and Eric's is? Eric underscore Hines 16. Beautiful. So please go give us a follow as well. But also, if you, if you missed any part of the show, if you missed the beginning, if you missed the ending, if you missed the middle, or you just want to rewatch it, or if you missed everything you want to rewatch it, please do. And you can, follow, and you can listen to it on anywhere you, listen, anywhere you get your podcast from. It will be on it, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And so please follow us on those two platforms and also review it and tell us what you, tell us what you guys think because your, your opinion is very valuable to us. But um, other than that, we have a YouTube channel as well, and we have two videos on it at the moment. Our, t- our, our, our YouTube name is DNE Takeover. You might have to put it in all caps because you know we're not that big yet, yet being the key word. But um, so uh, we have two videos on it at the moment, the basketball 1v1 challenge and the soccer challenge. And... Um, we have many more content ideas. That's that's endless with us. We have a lot of ideas, but um, we hopefully we get to out to you guys soon. Our schedules have been a little bit tight, so sorry for that. But um, hopefully we get out to that out to you guys soon. But um, uh, please like and comment on those videos and also subscribe to DNA Takeover on YouTube. But um, other than that, without further ado, please tune in on Thursday, 7 p.m. time. But if it t- changes, be sure to follow us on Instagram. And um, be sure to tune in for our quote of the week. Our big deal, not a big deal. Our prediction game. See if I take a double-digit lead in the NBA game and if I expand my lead in the NFL. Or if Eric comes back, who knows? Maybe. I've seen crazier things. But um, And then we finished it off on Thursday with the GOAT of the Week NFL edition. So don't be late. That was perfectly said, David, man. Perfectly said. Thank you, thank um, you. What's it called? Like, I'm just going to wrap it up really quick. As, as David said, you know, agreeing with whatever, um, everything that he said right there. And also just saying, you know, we love you guys so much. Thank mm-hmm. you again for showing out, popping out to our shows. Make sure you share it. And to your friends, your families, your cousins, dogs, neighbors, cousins, yeah. dogs. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that's how much we want you to share it. But, um, you know, we're, we're working hard and we're going we're gonna to keep working hard, man. But other than that, it's when your boy, Easy e Eric Hines. And your boy, the Oracle, D-Rod. And we out. Peace. Peace.